0: to another great episode of Elder Scrolls Off the Record. This day is Turdos, Morningstar the 29th, and you are just 63 days away from the launch of Elder Scrolls Online. Our show is sponsored in part by TweakedAudio.com for quality headphones and 30% off, plus free shipping. Use our code OFFTHERECORD at TweakedAudio.com and also by audibletrial.com slash quest gaming network download your free book today at audibletrial.com slash quest gaming network and by such awesome fans such as it's a long list guys so get ready notalotofnews.com a gaming news website dedicated to providing at least two news stories a day also by Michael L, who says, thanks for the great shows and gameplays. Oh, you're welcome, Michael. And by David from Sweden, who says, thank you so much for countless hours of incredible enjoyment. Hope you guys will be around for a long time. Thanks, Dave. And also to a very happy birthday to Josh French, who celebrated his 15th birthday on Freitas Morningstar the 24th. Or Friday, if you want to be boring about it. Happy birthday to Josh! And I'll save you guys.
1: (laughs) Happy birthday, Josh!
0: (laughs) Happy birthday. So this week, we're going to be talking about pre-order Elder Scrolls Online. Also, the Imperial races in as a bonus for the Imperial Edition. And QGN forum chat. ESO Console Market to Trump PC Market. Also, in the Elder Scroll, Lou, our lore master, will be presenting The Nightingales, Volume 1. Plus, your Dev Question of the Week. We've actually got two this week. Uh, our Host Mod Challenge of the Week. Shank will give his rendition of Gerald Village. And your emails. I am your host and fellow Tamrielic Traveler, Eve Ivarwin. And I'm joined by the Lore Master himself, Lewis, the lore master Olan.
1: Hello, Ivarwin. Thank you for the kind introduction. Hello, Twitch. Hello, Hitbox. Hello, YouTube. What is going on? <laughs> Hello everybody. Hello, everybody. <laughs> and,
0: and also by Dave, the DN Force himself, Adams.
2: I just woke up.
0: Okay. <laughs> Good morning, Dave.
2: <laughs> Thank you. And no, it's good to be here. Uh, thank you, Varun, for, for letting me on so graciously, uh, and not kicking me off for being a, a pouty pants today. You, you you were awesome like two minutes ago, and then we started the show, and now you're <laughs> Mister Pouty Pants. What happened? <laughs>
0: uh, and then we we have we have uh, the indomitable, the insufferable,
3: the one who will not <laughs> yield to anything. Shank the tank. I, uh, I I just woke up, Dave. So um, there's that. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> what'd you do? Roll over What's... and poke them? Yeah, yeah, dude. She um, kicked me out of the bed. I did. Wow. He was he was hogging the blankets, man. It wasn't cool. Um, welcome, um, everybody, to internet. And um, I'm in a great mood today, and um, can't wait to get the show on the road. Yeah, uh, we just want to apologize in
0: the beginning. If you're watching the, the live stream um, or the, the video afterward, our, our videos may be going in and out during the show. We, we seem to be having some technical problems. We're going to keep the webcams up as long as we possibly can. So um, hopefully hopefully we'll have a nice stream without much issue. Um, but also, we're joined by you, our, our wonderful chat room. Uh, we're streaming to three different places this week. Uh hitbox.tv slash quest gaming network. Hello to that chat room. Twitch.tv slash quest gaming network and hello in that chat room. And uh, youtube.com slash quest gaming network. Hello YouTubers.
1: Simulcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're everywhere. Uh, now, and before we start up, we've got something quick to mention. Lou, why don't we go into that a little bit? I think everyone's done hearing me uh, stink up this show.
1: All right. As everyone just said, something quick to mention. We are now hosting a giveaway on our sites. That's right. You heard it you heard it correctly. Giveaway. So to enter, go to elderscrollsofftherecord.com or com, Scroll all the way down to the end of the page and use the box there to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or tweet out our giveaway. You'll automatically be entered to win a free—that's right—free copy of the Elder Scrolls Anthology. So, got an account? <laughs> Facebook, Twitter. Do it, folks! Come on, do it! Free copy of the anthology. I'm gonna lose I'm gonna... yourself in the five games: from Arena *Daggerfall*, Morrowind*, *Oblivion* to *Skyrim*.
0: I love promoting It's Lou. a win. I love promoting <laughs> This is great. <laughs> uh, I'm going to switch over to our, our little video thing that we got here. And um, you know, let me just show you exactly where you want. If you want to enter to win the Elder Scrolls, I thought. And, and let me just stop and say, yes, we will be giving away a copy of Elder Scrolls online. Just wait till it launches. Not just yet. Okay. So, yes, we will be doing that. But we are right now giving away... Uh, a copy of the Elder Scrolls Anthology, with the help from our friends over at um, ESO Lodge. Big shout out to Broscacho for for giving us a hand for providing the copy of um, the Elder Scrolls Anthology. And Daniel Parsons, I have not forgotten you. I know you've got one out there to give away as well. Thank you very much for that. Uh, and we're going to get to it. I promise you. As <laughs> I I keep promising you, we we will get to it, my friend. Um, good old. Danny P, great, great friend of the show. Uh, so what you got to do is you got to basically click on this little sucker down here. Uh, sorry, that's all the way in the footer. Uh, we've sort of outgrown our sites as of late, and we're going to try and um, we're going we're to try and redo our websites at some point during 2014. But for now, right down here at the very bottom is this little widget here. You can click on this, follow us. We've got nine total entries so far. Who wanna win the uh the Elder Scrolls anthology and uh we couldn't be any happier to, to receive that. So so thank you very much, folks, and please Elder Off the Record dot com or if you click on this little thing over here, you go to me Network dot com and you'll see it at the uh the very bottom as well. uh I, I know I said this is something quick to mention, but uh you know, it does beg a uh, few wow, twenty four entrants so far on me Network dot com. That's that's awesome. Hmm.
2: Never would figure that many people would want Oblivion. Shut up, Dave. Quiet. <laughs> <laughs> and Lou, please con- continue.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, just to finish up here, or just keep going. Oh, uh, we are now streaming live and directly to our YouTube channel and to Hitbox. If you want to follow us there on YouTube, it's YouTube.com forward slash Quest Gaming Network. Or if you want to watch us on Hitbox, it's hitbox.tv forward slash Quest Gaming Network. So, come on folks, three different venues. If Twitch isn't working, go to YouTube. YouTube isn't working, go to hitbox. Or if you want to stream all three at once, I know if Arwen does, because he's like that. Doing it right now. <laughs> Get all oh, three times the goodness of goodness. USOTR. There you go. <laughs> I'm streaming. I'm streaming. <laughs> uh,
0: so so the reason why we're doing that is, um, basically because we we've got we've our community is growing, which is which is wonderful, fantastic. We can't be we can't be any happier. But there are there are some out there that are sort of saying, kind of liked it when the chat room was smaller. Uh, kind of liked it when, when you guys were, when, when I would like for the ability, I should say to, to be able to see you guys on something that works better than Twitch. So, um, our community managers, you know, John and Maury and will, and, um, they went out there and they said, look, here are some alternatives. Why don't we just like, like elder scrolls, let's just throw options to our friends. And, um, there, there you go. So hitbox.tv slash Network. Uh, youtube.com slash Gimme network. And of course the mainstay, uh, for, for QGN is Twitch and, and, um, we will continue to do that as well. So if Twitch ain't working, we'll catch us in two different places at the same time. Uh, all right. Uh, gentlemen, we are, we are elder Scrolls super fans and as such, I sort of want to ask what, what have, what have you been doing in Tamriel this week? Dave, I see you've got uh, glowing arrows, what, what heavy armor. On What is all this, man?
2: Well, this week I got my new laptop. That's right. The crap top's dead. Congratulations. I buried it out in the backyard. Squirrels <laughs> came and crapped on it. It was great. I, I hate that thing. <laughs> so, of course, I just got a new laptop and I also uh, got Steam Aids, which if you don't know what that is, it's error 15, which makes it... So you have to uninstall everything! Oh, that sounds wonderful. So I had to unsubscribe from frickin' everything that I ever had and start resubscribing down the list for anything to work. Yay, error 15. Thanks, Steam. Thanks, Steam. <sighs> anyway, um, I did find my four major add-ons that I want to talk about. My four major things from the workshop... My first one is Glowing Arrows version two multicolor by Jerry Sixty K. Awesome right. mod. You want me to uh I you, want love me to, this thing. you want me to throw this yeah, up on the uh, Yeah, show it show it to the show it to the crowd. All right, let's uh, get this bad
0: boy up here. Now you're saying This is this is glowing This is my arrows, number right? one.
2: Okay. If cool. there's anything that I require to play this game, it's this mod. Okay. Nothing else. Like I, it, it, I don't have to have anything else. But this is the number one. My number two mod. Well, actually, I, I have him. I have him in the wrong order here. My number two mod is unread books glow, by Douglas.
0: You know, those- I remember you bringing this up, um, like months and months and months ago. A long so this time is, ago. Yeah. Yeah. So this yep. is it,
2: huh? This is it. This is unread books glow which makes it so that I can see every lore book that I haven't read I can read it. Every book that's a skill increase glows bright red. It's very hard to miss. So it helps a lot. Oh, yeah. And it's funny cuz you didn't know there were that many books just hidden around the world in crevices and places that you you would just walk past. But they're there. And it, it, they really pop out and it, it I love Glowing Arrows, and I love Unread Books Glow, because it actually, it it helps me gather more information out the world around me. I know people say, oh, well, doesn't that break immersion? No, because if I were actually there, I could notice things a lot better than the 2D planescape that you get from playing on a monitor. Sure. So, I love these. They really help me just get into the game and, and notice things around me. Um... Another thing that I really love that I I just found recently when I got my my PC Bertha, hey baby, when I got her up and running <laughs> that I I brought over to my laptop is an add-on called Heavy Armory new weapons. Right. And that's by Private Eye. Now, what this Private does is it basically adds
0: watching you. Oh
2: lord. <laughs> I knew it.
3: No, just no.
2: <laughs> Sorry, Dave. Go ahead. Heavy Armory. <laughs> this basically adds a second weapon for every weapon type. It adds a second dagger, it adds a second axe, it adds a second uh sword. It but instead of swords, like the long the the two-handed sword, it adds a two-handed spear. Instead of the two-handed axe, it an- adds a two-handed halberd. It's amazing. I love this. Instead of like a one-handed axe, it adds a hatchet. And what it does is it adds in these weapons. They use the same perks that are already in the system. Mm -hmm. They add them straight into the game so they can appear on any enemy in the world, which is a lot better than most add-ons that add weapons. Oh, I love that. Like, you can find an enemy out in the wild using a spear. It's beautiful. So, I I really love just the way that it, it handles this mod, it's so integrated into the system, which is usually what you can only find in things that have extended script editors. Yeah. So I, I love this mod. Um, there's actually three versions. There's the, the the vanilla and there's one for each um, expansion. So just to add in more and more weapons. I love it. Uh, the final one, which is, this is going to get uh, Liz to yell at me. <laughs> uh, but I need it just because I hate when my quiver is all up on my back, just all in the way. I like it when it's on my hip uh and that's belt fasted quivers skeleton replacer. Oh, this is kind of cool, yeah, I oh, like nicely. it. I know people yell at me every time I use it oh your your arrows would fall out. Well, shut up <laughs> shut up, <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, I just need those four. And and with those four I can do whatever I want. And I really feel like I can do it. just step into the game and have as much immersion and playability as as possible with these four.
0: Pretty awesome, man.
2: Yeah, I mean I don't really need much, do I? I'm not asking much. No,
0: just uh you just want to be able to find your books and uh and your arrows and sling your arrows around your hip. Yeah. And
2: spear people. No, <laughs>
0: nothing wrong with spearing people, I suppose. With a spear and magic
1: helmet. Spear and magic helmet. What about you, spirit. Lou?
0: what have uh, <laughs> What have you been up to this week in in, in Tamriel?
1: Well, I actually uh, all last week I was actually on my assassin. I figured, you know what? This week, got to go back, you know, show some love to the battle mage. Mm-hmm. So, back to adventuring with her. I had a high elf battle mage, and currently. She's on her way to solitude to ruin a certain person's wedding. For the Dark Brother questline, so yeah, Vittori Vici, the happiest day of your life is going to be the worst and last day of your life. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> 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 and I am also uh, doing stuff for the These Guild, but you know, every time I go to White Run, you know, I have to, have to go back to my house and take care of other stuff. I keep forgetting to. Finish the quest I have there for, for the Thieves Guild, which is mucking up the account books in the Whiterun Stables. You know, so every time yes. I go like, oh, oh my god, <laughs> you know, I'm halfway across the world. I'm like, eh, you know, I'll, I'll get back to that. <laughs> I'll go back <laughs> later on. I'll, I'll remember. Yeah, this is the third week now I've done this. <laughs> it's still sitting in my quest book. <laughs> and every time I visit the Thieves Guild, like, why am I, oh, damn it, I haven't done that quest yet. Ugh. I'll go back to it. <laughs> Because right now I'm in Markarth. I'm like I don't feel like walking all the way back to White Run just yet. I, I will
3: walk for you, Lou. Don't worry.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I've got a bunch of house to do there because I think there's a quest. Uh, I have to kill a giant spider uh, Nime in there, and I oh, have man, to steal. Yes. A, yeah, I have to steal a statue from the uh, shrine of Diabella. That's in the city as well. Okay. Because you know my, my quest OCD says I must clean up my quest log. While I'm in there,
0: might as well, right?
1: Yes, may as well. I'm also currently working on smithing. Yes, yeah, funny that I'm a battle mage and I'm working on smithing because I have to reach ebony crafting. One of my cool mage armor mods needs it. Uh, it's the what I call it. Well, it's called the uh, Sorry, Monaven, I'm just killing her native tongue here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a really cool looking set of uh, black uh, battle mage armor based off of uh, Wagner's The uh, the Ring opera. No idea. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. Yeah, I, I totally... The name of the mod who created it, it slips my mind. I forgot her name or his name, so I have to look it up. Okay. You're so but, much more uh,
0: cultured than I am, Lou.
1: What's that?
0: I said you're so much more cultured than I am, Lou. Uh,
1: no, it's just... It's just false Lou,
2: just <laughs> shake your head in agreement it's okay not, not false but
1: <laughs> yeah. uh i also if anyone has uh, used the steam workshop lately there's another mod i just picked up a couple of days ago called the apocalypse magic of skyrim mm. oh boy and this one's by uh hoping not killing their name Inai scion uh, the workshop and what this mod is doing especially my battle mage is there's lots of new spells and effects that are brought into, brought into the game. Uh, he even introduces a what's called another a master level quest for every school of magic. Um, what this does is that it introduces twenty six new spells for each school. However, uh, just to avoid confusion, he hasn't broken out. So if you're only like an apprentice level in a school, you're only going to see those books available to you from the uh, appropriate uh, seller. Okay. Right, so you're not going to see the expert, you're not going to see the mass level spells until you reach that level, and then when you go back, then that vendor will offer them to you. Right. Yeah, because there are a bunch of people saying, I don't see the other spells. Well, what level are you? print this? Well, you're not going to see everything else. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to show you the other stuff till you actually reach that level, so get on it. But this thing is just like uh what that other mod you had me try before, which is the uh Oh, gosh, the, the kill skill one, which is still running by the way, in my game, with the with this mod, oh my god, it adds just the same kind of uh, danger and uh, thrill that kill skill does. I mean, you could be one shotted by the magic user <laughs> if you're not careful.
0: Yeah, I remember you talking about that um, that mod a while back too. So, so it kind of functions similarly to that.
1: Yeah. So right now with this mod running plus kill with skill, man, yeah. combat is a lot more exciting. <laughs> cool. Uh, it's caused me to have to reload several times a day now.
0: <laughs> that sounds yes, like Yes, I'll raid,
1: but it, it, it's so much fun though because now it's like I can't you – know, I really have to be careful in fighting everything now.
0: Mm. Uh, no what more else, walking uh, and just killing everything. What what else you got going on?
1: Well, last thing I wanted to mention really quick, pre-order The Elder Scrolls Online. The Imperial Edition,
0: ah, the physical copy. Very yeah. nice.
1: Yeah, because I, I actually, you know, for the Clutch Editions, I actually like the little physical extras that come with these editions. Mm-hmm. So, you know, with Tour, I have, you know, Darth Malgus and all his glory. <laughs> and now, you know, I'll have Moloch Balls join him <laughs> on the stand, along with Alduin.
0: Get your, uh, your nerd shelf <clears> going. <throat>
1: That's right, and, and find a way to you know get a nice frame for that map and put it on the wall.
0: Yeah. All right. And we're we're gonna get into that in a, in a little bit, of course. Uh but Shank, what uh, what have you been doing this week in, in Tamriel?
3: Um I actually just have a quick little tip for um any uh fellow uh modders and as the Varwin uh loves to call me, the uh graphics min-maxing out there. <laughs> the graphics uh, min-maxing. <laughs> <something. laughs> it's a very it's a very appropriate term, of I must say. Um I just want to basically uh, tell you guys really quickly how to um, see more detail further out, and basically this, these these games are set up on a grid system. Um, basically, what what are called a uh, U grids, uh, li- literally the letter U G R I D. And uh, currently, the game by default, Skyrim specifically, but this also works for Oblivion, renders um, five grids around the player, um, meaning all the detail and stuff is loaded in those five grids. Um, But you can change this value so you can see more detail. So basically, more grids are um, the detail and more more grids are rendered further out. Um, And the way you can do this is if you actually go into your um, documents slash my games slash Skyrim, and uh, you will actually see a file called Skyrim.ini. It's, it's an ini uh, configurable file. And under the general section, uh, you should see uh, something that says U grids to load, and it should say equals five by default. Now, you can change this uh, to a higher number, and uh, currently, the, the, my, in my experience, the stable uh, number is U-Grids to load equals seven. Now, of course, you need to um, tell the engine to allocate certain uh, buffer to it. So right above that line, what you want to do is enter the line U-Exterior-Cell-Buffer. Those are three separate words. U-Exterior-Cell-Buffer equals, and in the case of seven U-Grids, you want to say 64, How do you come up with 64? You actually take your uh, target U-Grids number, in this case it's 7, you add 1, and then you square it. So you get 7 plus 1 is 8, squared is 64. Um, If you have U-Grids equals 5, then your buffer will be uh, 36, because 5 plus 1 is 6, squared 36. Um, Any risks, uh, you're obviously pushing the game further than it was meant to, so... Look out for any uh, performance issues, uh, frame rate drops. But if you have a mid-range PC from about 2012, you should be fine. Um, I run this in Skyrim and in Oblivion. It's, it's the same line of code for both Skyrim and Oblivion because they sh- uh, share some of the uh, similar engine architecture. So that's just my quick little tip for you guys out there for modding.
0: All right. Uh, very nice. That was a very, very educational Shank. Uh, <laughs> do you think, uh, do you think maybe
3: we'll get a, a look at this on, on Shank today's? Um, I would like to. Um, I know for a fact that uh, I need to be reviewing a certain game for um, a Bradford. So I might be doing that uh, this Saturday, but my, 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 hope is to eventually do like a pretty in-depth kind of a uh, feature on like getting the nitty gritty. I kind of did a high level one. I, I'd like to go deeper and do a much, uh, uh, lower level, uh, detailed look at the modding, ENB modding and configuration. So I think, I think that shouldn't be too far off in the future.
0: Okay. Um, awesome guys. I mean, uh, glad, glad, you, uh, everyone here has been, been doing quite a bit. Uh, finally got, uh, for classic elder scrolls night. I did that on Friday. I uh, finally got my assassin Shank back on track. <laughs> I bought him. I bought him new arrows. Uh, made my, oh my way God. through the uh, the next portion of the quest in the Dark Brotherhood. I, I barely remembered it. I, I did ESO Alliance, and then that. And by the end of it, I was like delirious with with exhaustion. So I. <laughs> it's it's on our YouTube channel, guys. You know, it's it's there. So, classic Elder Scrolls night. Uh, so I did that, and then last night we actually had like an impromptu, uh, trailer screening for the, uh, all of the Elder Scrolls online trailers, including, uh, the, the arrival. That was fantastic. We, we streamed that for just under an hour. We had so much fun doing it. I love doing it. Thanks again, guys, for, you know, uh, giving me part of your, your, uh, Wednesday evening to do that. And, um, I'm very happy with uh, the turnout on YouTube for that. It's, it's been, it's been very positive. Let's see what else. Oh, um, also I finished the infernal city by Greg keys and, uh, I purchased uh, Lord of the S- Lord of souls, which I've actually started today. And I'd have to say that the first, the first chapter is already, uh, better than most of the, the first book, the infernal city, uh, the infernal city is slow. And it sets up a lot, and I can see that now. Just just with the first chapter, just getting in, so I'm really already enjoying Lord of Souls more than than I did The Infernal City. So I've been having fun listening to that on my on my way in and uh, home from work. And I also pre ordered Elder Scrolls Online. <sighs> yep, got the uh, I got the digital Imperial Edition. Oh my god. I did. And uh, that's, um, that has basically been my, my, uh, my weekend in, in Elder Scrolls. So cool. All right, guys, uh, let's, let's move on with the rest of the show. We've got uh, some pretty big news that we, we do need to talk about. And that is of course, pre-order Elder Scrolls online. Uh, the early yesterday, Wednesday, January 29th, ZeniMax Online Studios announced that you can now pre-order Elder Scrolls Online through their store, on their website, and through major retailers like Amazon.com, Best Buy, GameStop, Walmart, and Target. Uh, The news also came with an epic trailer titled The Arrival that you saw us screen last night on our special ESO trailer screening hosted exclusively on our YouTube channel. Uh, the pre order news with the various versions of the game and its exclusives plus the trailer sent out so much excitement through the internet that the entire internet melted down from sheer awesome. Maybe not, but that's that was my I, I, I saw that. You saw that, right? It was just like I, yeah, dr- just that. servers everywhere. Totally just... totally happened. Yeah. Awesome like, was dripping out of servers.
2: Yeah. Servers were like just dying in the middle of the street. It was <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> Uh,
0: So before that happened, uh, we were able to uh, (laughs) uh, get to you the information that you need in order to make the best decision on which version uh, you should purchase for yourself when the game goes live on April 4th, 2014. Uh, If you pre-order now, you'll receive special features that do not exist in the, in quotes, collector's edition of the game when it launches, uh, digital or physical copy. So pay close attention as we start to... Break this down and show you what you're going to receive in in these um, in these different versions. Now, did did uh, did everyone here purchase uh, pre-purchase Elder Scrolls Online?
2: We got the digital Imperial Edition.
3: Very nice.
1: The physical slash retail uh, Imperial Edition.
3: I did not. I uh, reported on it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And Johnny on the spot with the reporting, by the way, Shank.
3: Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, I must. I need to give credit to uh, Mr. Brian Armstrong for um, tipping me off through text. And I was like, oh, my God, scrambled, wrote it. So, Brian, thank you very much. Shout out to you.
2: Yeah, Shank had it up before even Amazon leaked it. Okay, no, we didn't have it up. No, I don't. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: oh, my. We tried.
2: <laughs> so... um
0: yeah. So, all right. So, Lou, I, I heard you, you heard you said that you got both. You ended up getting both files, right? Or What's copies? That? You ended up getting both copies, correct? One. Uh, the, no, the,
1: just the no, the physical uh, edition, Imperial edition.
0: The physical Imperial edition. Hmm. Okay. I thought you said you got the digital one.
1: No, 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 no. no. I got the physical uh, edition, Imperial edition. Okay. I at that from uh, from GameStop.
0: So, what made you what made you decide to to get that over
1: uh, over the other one? Over the digital or yeah. just the standard? Yeah. Well, I, I I mean, when I if I really enjoy I like a game, I like what it's promising. I really uh, I take a good look at what they're offering the collector editions, and if I think it's worth it, then I actually will just go with that. Know, as opposed to the standard ones, you know, especially since the fact that uh, you know the past couple of times I've always bought the CE versions of all these games, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I really do like the art books that these games have been putting, putting out lately. You know, I do like looking at how they came up with. All right, so like for example, Skyrim, like, how did they come up with the concept of you know what Mallebab would look like in Skyrim? You know, or Nocturnal? You know, or what would a a, a Nord look like with clothes on? You know, <laughs> in armor in a town. <laughs> right. Yeah, I like seeing that progression and little stuff like that. So you see how the game progressed, at least in one way. Mm-hmm. And I actually thought, you know, come on, Statue of Alduin? Pretty cool. At least I think so. <laughs> so with this, you know, I, I, when I saw that they had this, like I, the art book uh, and a statue of Moloch Ball, they was like, yeah, yeah, I've got to get that.
0: Pretty pretty Yeah, I've got to get man. my hands on that. All right, and uh, Dave, uh, what which one did you get?
2: You
1: said well, the digital. I got digital,
0: the right?
2: digital Imperial edition because <clears throat> honestly, I don't see a reason to pay twenty bucks just to have a statue. Right. That seems kind of like a waste of money to me. Like, oh boy, I have a statue. It's gonna look so great in that box.
3: I never take it out of. <laughs> it's kind of like me and my Kinect, man. <laughs>
2: I just – I can't wow. justify spending money on, on all the extra crap that comes in the physical copy because I'm not going to touch it. Hmm. Um, to me, there's no no difference uh, and no reason for for someone like me to get the physical copy because there's no difference in it. Like everything that I'll touch, I already got with the digital copy.
3: So So for you really the experience is purely like about the game then?
2: Yes, my experience of the game. No,
3: I mean is based like, I, on the game. Lou, like, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Like, I think I know. I like at least when I got the the, the Skyrim copy. Like, yes, of I, course. If I bought I, the collector, I don't
2: know. I don't know what you think this is. I'm not a fan of Elder Scrolls. This entire series sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> okay. <laughs> How do I'm just I... here for the games, damn it! I'm not here to look at a statue.
3: <laughs> Vote, no, I, I, Dave.
2: I, it, would, it would be neat, but it it's just I can't justify twenty bucks for the Mollig Ball statue. Even though the Mollig Ball statue is sexy, I I have to admit. <laughs> uh but it just it is not for me. So... Plus my cat would probably steal it and break it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's—I uh,
0: I guarantee you—my cat's gonna end up doing that. Um, <laughs> let's uh, let's let's take a look at from from the the, the most basic version of this game to uh, to the the fanciest in quotes. Uh, let's start with the retail standard edition. So, if and this is all pre-order, guys. Okay, if you decide to to go to Amazon.com, Walmart, Best Buy, GameStop, Target and you decide to pre-order Elder Scrolls Online, the the physical copy, okay? The retail standard edition. What's gonna happen is obviously you get the game, um, and they they also offer these other incentives too, all right? Uh, Which (laughs) includes, if you scroll down here, three days of early game access for the PC and Mac only. Pre-order, guys. This is pre-order, okay? You will get three days early access for PC and Mac. Also, play any race in any alliance. So, you can play a Khajiit in the Ebonheart Pact, not necessarily the Aldmeri Dominion, or the Daggerfall Covenant, just as a quick example. Uh, You will also get a Scuttler Vanity Pet, which a lot of people are saying, oh, vanity pets are not Elder Scrolls. It's a, it's it's an MMO thing, you know, if you're if you're an MMO fan.
2: Because we've never had vanity pets. What? <laughs> no, that's never happened before. Serana. There's never been anything
0: vanity in an Elder Scrolls game. I consider Serana to be a vanity pet. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> <laughs> And you also get these these bonus bonus treasure maps. Now that's if you get the physical copy at Target, Amazon, Walmart, Best Buy, GameStop, and that is the standard edition. Three days early access, any race and any alliance, you get the vanity pet and the bonus treasure map. We good? Okay. Let's go to the retail imperial edition. Now what happens? Oh my! Things just get bigger now, don't they? <laughs> Uh, when it comes to the Imperial Edition, again, that's if you if you pre-purchase this game at the uh, these these listed retailers down here. All right, I mean, look at that picture, man. It's it's absolutely gorgeous. The the book, the uh, the really uh, high value marketing, the the statue. I mean, all this stuff. The map, man. The map. Yeah, oh. this is the map of Tamriel. You're also going to get a map of Tamriel. This is it right here. Very very sharp looking, uh, Emperor's Guide to Tamriel, and yes, yeah, I'd, I'd never touch any of that. <laughs> I actually have all this stuff when it comes to uh, Skyrim. I got uh, the Collector's Edition of Skyrim, and it's, it's nice, right? It's beautiful. It's it's absolutely gorgeous. Um, that's some of what the book looks like. Now, again, if you pre-order the a uh, physical copy of Elder Scrolls Online, the Imperial Edition, you will get not three, but five days of early game access. Five days for PC and Mac only. Again, you will also be able to play any Alliance with any race. You'll get the Vanity Pet and bonus treasure maps. In addition, you'll also have, uh, you can play as an Imperial and we're going to start getting into some of the discussion topics on you know what paying extra to to unlock the imperial race and what that means and how we feel about it and all that but for now the facts are the facts if you if you get the the retail edition the uh, physical imperial copy you will unlock the imperial race additionally you're going to get an imperial white horse as a mount plus Rings of Mara, which, when you conduct a ritual of Mara with another friend, you'll have an experience bonus when the two of you play together. That's the purpose of that. And an additional vanity pet, a mud crab. I fought mud crabs
3: tougher than you. <laughs> <laughs> so I uh,
1: yield! I yield!
3: <laughs> that's what you get for that.
0: All right. And then, then there's the digital edition, which I which is the one that I scooped up yesterday. Um, and we'll get into prices in just a second as well. Uh, the digital edition for the standard digital edition gets five days of early access. That's different than the physical standard edition. The physical standard edition gives you three days. So if you if you go to those stores and pre-purchase, you're going to get three days. If you're sitting in the comfort of your own home on your butt, like I know you want to, and get the digital edition, you'll get two extra days. That's five days.
2: We should so. probably mention that all these extra uh, time to get in there before the game launches. That's only for the PC editions. the The PS four and Xbox One editions don't actually have even even the the on the site. They do not include the uh, the
3: extra days, the early access days. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. And so, and I'm thinking it's because of the staggered release. It's got to be. Um, and
0: and we, you know, I, again, I, yeah. Let's highlight that. Of course, uh, the fact that when you get the digital standard edition, uh, you get for PC and Mac only. All right, you get five days of early access, plus any race with any alliance, the Vanity Pet, the Scuttler Vanity Pet, and bonus treasure maps. Uh, For the Digital Imperial Edition, okay, again, five days early access for PC and Mac, any race, any alliance, the Scuttler Vanity Pet, bonus treasure maps, the Rings of Mara, the Mud Crab Vanity Pet, the Imperial White Horse, and play in as an Imperial. And when you play in as an Imperial, when you want to make an Imperial character, that goes for any alliance. It, it's not faction locked at all whatsoever. Um, also, PlayStation Four and Xbox Three Sixty. The Xbox only Xbox One. Xbox One, right? I'm sorry. I-
2: oh my God, they're the same thing.
0: <laughs> I uh, uh, everything that I've said before applies, uh, with the exception that you will not when you get when you pre-order the Xbox One or the PlayStation 4 versions, whether it's the physical copy... Well, there is no digital copy. But, <laughs> um, so when you when you pre-order these things, you're not getting the early access, but you're getting everything else. Any Alliance in any race, the Scuttler Vanity Pet, the Treasure Maps um, for the Standard Edition on both PS4 <clears throat> and Xbox One, plus for the Imperial Edition, you get uh, the the Collector's Edition Box, uh, the, the Molag Ball Statue, the Maps of Tamriel, the Emperor's Guide to Tamriel, which uh, is that very, very nice uh, art book. Uh, you'll get the Imperial Race, the White Horse, the Mudcrab Vanity Pet, the Rings of Mara, any Alliance, any Race, the Scutler Vanity Pet, and the bonus treasure maps.
2: C- can I interrupt real quick and say that I wasn't going to purchase this game until I found out that they had the uh, Mudcrab Vanity Pet Wow, that's what did it for you. Huh? Yeah, uh, that did it for me. Like th- I was on the fence. I was thinking, man, I really don't want to play Mud Crab. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Dave was like, you know what would really make this game better? A mud crab, mud crab, specifically a Mud Crab Vanity Pit. Dude, I saw
2: that and I fell to my knees and wept. And uh, there was no two ways about it. I just had to have it after I saw the Mud Crab Vanity Pet. Just it it. Dug its claws into my soul.
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> There's day going. Thank the eight. Jesus. Forget the one. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, now, also, here here are the prices. Uh, now, when you get the the digital standard edition, it's fifty nine ninety nine. Uh, the digital standard edition comes with the five days early access. Uh, The Digital Imperial Edition is $79.99, so you're you're spending literally $20 extra for the other stuff. Alright, guys. Um, I think that is is quite enough for me. Uh, Also, I just want to throw out there 30 days of included game time for all of these editions. It doesn't matter if it's digital, standard... It doesn't matter if it's digital or physical. It doesn't matter if it's standard or imperial. It doesn't matter if it's on Xbox One, PlayStation Four, PC, or Mac. You get when you buy the game, thirty days of access free, granted to you.
3: Can I make uh, one quick uh, remark? Take it um, away, guys. Yeah.
0: So, so starting with Shank, you go right on ahead. Go ahead.
3: Sure. So uh, all these pre-orders, I think it should also be noted, uh, If Arwen uh, discussed the Any Race, Any Alliance, Scuttler, Vanity Pet, and Bonus Treasure Maps. That's part of what they're calling the Explorer's Pack. Yeah. And, I mean, you could probably tell, but that, that actually is a pack on its own. They're marketing that as a pack, and all the pre-orders do come with that pack. Any Race, Any Alliance, the Scuttler's Vanity Pet, and the four Treasure Maps. So that's regardless of which edition... Digital retail and you know agnostic of platform, that's what you're getting. so the, I, I just want to clarify that a little bit and, and also in, just kind of include that because I think I mean they're marketing it as a separate sort of pack here. yeah, so.
2: they, they gave, gave it a name, as Shank said, they call it the Explorers Pack, which uh, personally makes me believe that there will come a time that their digital store will have the Explorers pack. That you can purchase probably you know ten bucks. You can you can unlock this pack. Yeah, and they're giving it away for free right off the bat to anyone who pre-orders. Here's and, the uh, Moloch ball statue. <laughs> just freaking out on the live stream, so I'll just close out
0: of that. Um, now here's here's another thing. All right, and I, I'm I'm looking to see if this is involved with the um the physical the physical edition because I, I I only see it on Bethesda's store. But when you get the digital Imperial edition the digital Imperial edition for seventy nine ninety nine on top of the uh the five days early access the, why do I have to hold my hand up what, what is that every single time i say five days early access I'm literally holding my hand up
2: it's like, because you can't count without using your fingers <laughs> that's true
0: five dollar foot long <laughs> wow <laughs> i i don't know uh you you get the uh the obviously the early access for five days, 30 days of included game time, played as Imperial white horse here. Here's the difference that I'm seeing when it comes to digital Imperial versus physical Imperial craft, Imperial gear and transform into Imperial gear. And they say on the site here, uh, the ability to craft Imperial style when crafting gear and transform any gear you own into the Imperial styled gear. I don't think you won't be
2: able to do that as just a normal Imperial. I don't know if you
0: can do that on, on physical physical Imperial edition. I think it's, I mean, I I think
2: that's, I'm pretty sure that's an oversight. I'm pretty sure that that would be tied to the, the Imperial race.
0: Yeah. I mean, I just, I just don't want to make the assumption. That's that's the only thing. I'm I'm guess I'm um, and, and I'm sure I'll, there's I'll make I, the assumption. I'm sure there's other sites out there that have that have that information. We we didn't get it. We didn't see it. So you know if um, if it if that is the case, Dave, then that's great. If it's not the case, then then it's not the case. But I just want to throw out there that this is an inconsistency that at least I'm seeing. Uh, So with the Digital Imperial Edition, you are able to craft Imperial gear, and you can also transform your gear into Imperial gear. Now,
3: may I... Sorry, Thoughts?
0: Go ahead, Shank. Thoughts?
3: um, I would like to discuss... Oh, God, my camera's dead. It's okay. Um, I I would like to discuss, um, if I may, the Explorer's Pack. Um, Since we're talking about all the uh, pre-order... Uh, goodies, Call all goodies. the goodies and all the news yes. that came out <laughs> yesterday. Um, if if we take a second look at this Explorers Pack, let, let's look at let's, let's 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 take a deep dive and look at this. The Explorers Pack includes play any race, any alliance, Scuttler Vanity Pet, Boners Treasure Maps. Now, as the uh as as an MMO newbie and somebody who is coming from an Elder Scrolls like background I think the ability to play any race in any alliance major th- I'm actually giving the camera two thumbs up right now you can't see it but I am just trust me um I think that's great I really really do um I think that that yeah. is a that is an Elder Scrolls thing I mean you play Skyrim what can you do oh I can play whatever race I want You know, I play Oblivion, I can play whatever race I want. I think that's great. That is a great, 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 great addition. What has me worried, and I'm gonna people are gonna start hating on me here, but just just hear me out. What has me worried is that if you pre-order the game, the even with the standard edition, because they say once again, all pre-orders come with this Explorers pack. That means the digital standard edition here. The digital standard edition, which is $59.99, which is the standard price for any game. If you pre order that, which is basically the, the regular version of the game, you also get this Explorer's Pack and you get this ability, this wonderful ability to play in any race, any alliance. Okay, we have right. that covered. Right. What worries me is that what if you buy that standard edition at launch? And I think it's, it's – it's, my worry comes from the fact that information hasn't been released on this, is that if you buy this standard edition at launch, not pre-ordering, that means you don't get that Explorer's Pack simply because, I mean, you didn't pre-order it, right? Yeah,
0: well, I think that's the assumption. They're telling you right here, pre-order bonuses, Explorer's Pack. Exactly. So, I mean, uh, you can you can say where that Explorer's Pack is, is going to go after launch and, and speculate all you want. But right now, what we do know for sure is that if you want to get that that Explorer's Pack,
3: you, you gotta, have to pre-order. You got to pre-order it. You, you got to pre-order it regardless of what version. But specifically speaking specifically to the standard version here, $59.99, $60, you pre-order that. That's a regular version. Same price for any game. You get that Explorer's Pack. Now, if you buy, and this is where Zenimax, I would love some clarification on this, um, because that would clear up some of the uh, questions that I have personally. If you buy the launch edition for that same sixty dollars, just by logic, according to this, you're not going to get that Explorer's Pack because you didn't pre-order. So, right. While that ability to play in any race in any alliance is great and that it really is freedom, my worry is that if you buy the same game at the same price but at launch and missing out on the Explorers Pack, you're missing out on that freedom to play any race at any time in any alliance. Now, I understand pre-orders, you got to have incentives, and I'm not doubting that at all. But that's my only question is that if you buy it at launch, will they make that play any race, any alliance Will they charge for it, or will it just be something that'll be patched in at a later date? I don't know. That's a question that I have for ZeniMax that I would love answered, because I think if you, you know, especially specifically because this is an Elder Scrolls game, Elder Scrolls games are about freedom, etc. You know, you, you pay the same price for the game, but you just bought it earlier than somebody who bought it at launch, and, you know, you have more freedom than somebody who... Might have to pay for the uh, that ability, the any race, any lines, or might not have to. So, I, I just want to get that question out there, to Zoss. If, if, if there's an answer to that from well, Zenimax, I would love it. Um, yeah, I
0: mean, I think I think this this rolls us perfectly into into our our next discussion point. Now yeah. that we've given you the facts, the next discussion point I wanted to bring up is what are our thoughts and opinions and ideas regarding some of this stuff.
2: Go ahead, Dave. Okay, I we're seeing. I'm seeing a lot of people in the chat room who are saying, "Oh, this is a paygate." Okay. All right, stop
0: right there. Hold on one second. I got to get this off my chest. Okay, it's not a paygate. No, it's not, not at all. It, it's look. You can define paygate the any way any way you want to. Okay, and if if this is a paygate to you, fine. Either either way. All right. he and call me an evil capitalist over this okay but the, the fact of the matter is that they're they are a game studio they are in it to make money they are a business and if they want to incentivize me to pay an extra $20 to unlock extra features i'm paying that $20 it's a personal choice okay now i do have one tiny little issue with with some of this that's going on and we'll we'll get into that later but just on this whole idea of, oh, it's a pay gate to, to have $20 to be able to unlock any, any race or any faction. Or, or it's not fair to, that you know these guys get, they pay $20 and it's not fair that they get to have the Imperial uh, race as a result of paying the extra $20. Look, money makes the world go round, whether you like it or not. Okay, And I know it's a video game and everything should be fair. But the fact is, is that if that's how they are incentivizing me to spend an extra $20 on their game... They can have it. And I think it's a brilliant marketing idea, business-wise.
2: Oh my God. Go ahead, that's Dave. amazing. So if, if you pay for anything other than how much it costs to play the game, it's a paygate. Is basically what some people in the chat are saying. If that's your opinion, you've never played an MMO before. If you have and still think this is a paygate, then you're ridiculous. And there's no pleasing you.
0: And we're gonna, and and you know what? We're gonna catch a lot of flack for saying this, but the fact is, 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 look, this—they're a business. They're trying to make money, and they—they have a a fantastic incentive to give them an extra twenty dollars, and I don't have a problem with it. That is, that's my personal opinion. Again, you can define paygate the any way you want to, and and if this is a paygate to you, fine. But I have no issue with it personally because i'm I, not only am i spending the extra $20 on the digital imperial edition but i'm actually going to go out and i'm i'm going to spend uh, money on the imperial physical copy because of all the stuff that comes with it
3: i think you know for me what what i would personally take issue with is if that standard edition which is the exact same price as uh, $60 as a game that you know just a regular game you're not paying any extra for it mm-hmm. but you do get that any race any alliance i I will take issue if they, um, if that play any race any alliance is, they charge for that because you're basically, you're not paying any extra for the digital standard <laughs> oh edition God. and but, you're still getting that extra freedom. And- I'm
2: I'm sorry to interrupt. I got to say this real quick because it's on the tip of my tongue. Um, yeah, we have yeah, uh, someone in this chat room saying, I'll only play this game if there is a, I'll only not play this game if there is a cash sh- shop and sub. There is no active MMO that does not have a cash sh- shop and sub. Well, or they, they, there's no, cash or no sub MMO that doesn't have a cash shop. There's no MMO out there that's free to play that doesn't have a cash shop. Every single one has that. The point is a pay gate. Look at freaking Lord of the Rings online. That's a pay gate. Every 15 levels you have to pay for a set of quests, that's a pay gate. Welcome to the world of, of you know, paying for content. Every game out there does this. The point is, is Elder Scrolls Online says you can have whatever character you want. If you want to put that money toward it, that's fine, but it's, it's not going to stop you from playing the game in any way. You make your character, you get in the game, you play the enti- entire damn game without paying a cent past that you pay your monthly sub that's it making your character that is not going to stop you from playing this game if that's what what hinges you on playing the game is making a character you can make the character the only one that you cannot make is the imperial and that's for their their special mega edition i mean that's their big thing yeah Okay, people in the chat are saying, but with Lord of the Rings Online, you can earn the currency in the game to buy content. At the rate it takes to purchase the content, no, you cannot.
0: It's very, very difficult. And, and uh, look, you know, when it, comes to, when it comes to pay gates and all that, all right, you can have whatever conversation you want to about it. Okay? Uh, it, it's, just, it's just a fact of life. It's a fact of business. It's a fact of MMO gaming. All right, that, that this thing is going to be there. There are certain things now that that you're going to be paying for uh, if you want to access. You don't have to pay for it. It's not stopping you from, from playing the game. At all, and it's not stopping you from playing the game that that you want to play. Now, now I can already hear people saying, "Yeah, but I've always wanted to play Imperial, and they always said that you know Imperial is gonna is not going to be in the game." And then all of a sudden, in the eleventh hour, they say Imperials are in the game, but you got to pay for them and give me an extra twenty dollars in, in in order to do that. Look, I mean, the long and the short of it: if if you really feel that differently about it, then don't play the game. If you really feel that differently about it, then Then, then don't play the game. Or the extra twenty dollars and do it I mean th- there's nothing there's nothing that you're going to be able to do they're not going to change it some things are just unfair some things are fair I mean this is just one of those things where the, you know the brutal the brutality of reality is this is going to be a part it's part of the game and you're either going to get used to it and get on board or you're not going to get used to it and you're going to go someplace else and that's okay too. Lou, what, we, you've been kind of quiet on this. I mean, what do you think?
1: Well, I mean, again, this is just all my opinion. Um, I know there's a lot of flack out there regarding the Imperial race. But as you just pointed out, there's really no significant impact on your game because you can still play the game. You just can't choose the one race. Okay, And I'll caveat that by with, as of yet, because who knows? They may go the route to where, you know what? This was a pre order incentive. Because guess what, folks? In the end, they are a business. Okay. They're trying to make back their investment and make a profit. And if you see something inherently wrong with that, then, you know what? You know, don't get paid at work. Okay. <laughs> do your work for free. All right. Because that's essentially what you're asking them to do is, you know what? We want all this stuff every six weeks for free. You know what? I'd like for you to go to your boss and tell them I don't want to get paid because you know what? I'm demanding other people work their asses off and give me the stuff for free. But you know, when it comes to me, I, I you know I want to get paid.
0: Lou, what do you think? You know, that's, about-
1: that's, that's that's the kind of mentality I'm seeing when people say, "Oh, it should be free. Nothing should be free." <laughs> it's a business.
0: What uh, what do you think about the idea that if you want to play any race on any faction, that you have to pay for that? Do you personally have a problem doing that?
1: No. I mean, it's a pre-order bonus. Okay? Again, they're, they're telling you right in your face, black and white, it's a pre-order bonus as an incentive to get their sales up and going right from the get-go. Mm-hmm. All right? Um, other games have done it before. So, again, like they said, if, you have, if you've been playing MMOs before, why is this a shock to you? I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but it's not. You know, the games will do this to incentivize people to get their game. All right. Now, again, I'll caveat that. Maybe they will allow that later on in the game. In the game's life, that they'll allow that feature, okay, as, uh, again, as a feature you can unlock, whether through in-game methods, maybe some major Uber quest line. That would be cool. Yeah. You know, i would be all for that. Or, all right, maybe a couple bucks here. All right. To pay for it. All right. Um, but you know, it, it, it's all about, you know, what do you think is important to you?
0: I just, I, you know what, you know and, what I guess I, I and Shank, I, I want to, cause we're, we're a balanced show here. And even though we've got a lot of opinions about, about some of this stuff, I want to get your opinion too, cause it's, it's going to be different, but I, I guess what I, I want to draw attention to is, is not, not the fact that I think this is wrong or uh, you know a bad idea or a good idea on Zenimax's part in doing this. What I take what I take issue with are people getting getting on uh, certain forums and after this information and and start shouting, you know uh, that you know this is this is a horrible thing and that you know uh, they shouldn't be doing this and that you know I'm not buying the game now and it's going to be a fail and just being very negative on on the game as a result of the fact that you have to pay an extra twenty dollars if you want to unlock you know, the, the Imperial race. Um, uh, I, I just, I I don't like all the hate because it gets, it gets nasty and vitriolic and then it just descends into, into non-constructive criticism. And that's what I don't like. Now,
3: now with that said, Shaq, I want to hear your opinion on, on this. Um, I'm going to take the unpopular route on this and I'm sorry, my camera's still not working. Um, that's okay. No, what's going on. Um, it's, it's dead. That's cool. Um, So my issue lies not with the Imperial, because I I, honestly, that that's kind of that that's not really that that's not really, you know, on my radar. I'm like, okay, I mean, you pay the extra twenty dollars, you you get you get the Imperial. That's I mean, I I don't take issue with that. What I do take issue is with specifically whatever, regardless of retail or digital standard edition that you get, even if you pre-order it specifically to the uh, standard, uh, the standard edition's. You do get that ability to play any race, any alliance. Now, I'm not saying that ability is bad. I think that's a great ability. But for that same price that somebody pre-ordered it at $60 versus somebody buying it at launch for $60, same price. Now, they're not going to get that ability to play any race, any alliance. Okay. I don't have an issue if that ability is allow- is unlockable th- in the game by going through the means and mechanisms of the game systemically. I will take issue, however, and I'm going to caveat this, which they haven't announced anything either way on this, but I'm just telling you what I'm, what I'm going to think. If it is decided that the ability to play any race um, at any alliance... Post-launch, so that's, you know, April 4th here after and onwards. If you need to pay money for that, that I will take issue with. And I know the argument is, well, every MMO you have this. But I would like to draw... uh, Hold on, let me finish, please. I would like to draw attention to the fact that this specific MMO has the Elder Scrolls name. Elder Scrolls to me, and I know to many of you, means freedom. The freedom to pick whatever race play however you like, do whatever you want in any order you want. I think allowing a few people who pre-ordered the game for that same price, that $60, that ability and that wonderful freedom to play any race, any alliance, but then potentially making other people who bought the game for the same price, paying for that same freedom that is so token specifically to Elder Scrolls, I, I find that bothersome quite frankly, and it's, it's purely because this game has that Elder Scroll's name tied to it. Elder Scrolls means freedom to me, like many of you, and that is something I take issue with. That's going to be an unpopular opinion, but it is what it is.
0: Well let me, let me let me here's, here's sort of how I'm thinking of it. Now initially, they said that they weren't even going to allow that sort of thing. Um, and lore being a, a big part of that. I sort of see this as, and then and then there was a backlash. They said, you know what? Well, you know, there's there's orcs in Skyrim, and there's you know Kajit and the Daggerfall Covenant areas, and I mean they're not they're not completely the the other races of the other factions are not completely devoid in their enemy faction territories. Mm-mm. How are you going to explain the fact that they're completely gone from players, but they're present as NPCs? How are you going to explain that? And I sort of see this as ZeniMax saying, "All right, we will allow that, but we're going to we're going to de incentivize you from doing it by giving you this 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 thing of saying, "Give us an extra twenty dollars, and you can do it this way what it does in effect is and I'm not saying that this is necessarily their primary thinking in, in, in greenlighting this. I'm just saying that as an effect for someone who is concerned about the lore, this is actually what's going to be happening. Most people are not going to get that. They're not going to get the Imperial Edition that, that allows you to, or I should say the pre-order bonus. Most people are not going to, in the life of the game, you're getting a tremendous amount of people right now pre-ordering, but in the life of the game those people are going to be dwarfed by the amount of people who are actually playing the game after launch. So if it's a pre-order bonus to play any race in any territory, you're not going to get a tremendous amount of, of people playing mixed races in enemy faction territories, you know, in, in quotes. So it's going to, it's going to hold the lore in place. But they're not going to be completely devoid either. You're actually going to, what's going to happen is you're going to have, you know, most people who are part of that faction, those races will be represented a majority of the time. And a minority of the time, other races from other factions are actually going to be present. They're just going to be uh, scarce because of this $20 that you, you have to pay. That's going to be the effect from that angle and that perspective of it. I have no issue whatsoever on the issue of in the single player Elder Scrolls games, you, you, uh, you can play any, any race, any, uh, you know, at any time I do have a problem with it, but those are single player games in that you are the only person who represents that faction, who, the o- you are the only person that represents that race. And the game, Bethesda, has put in your race and all the other different races within that province within an amount that they think would be keeping with the lore for that time in that province. So it doesn't break the lore if, you know, there's one more orc in the world and you're playing them, or one more Khajiit or Argonian or, uh, in the world and you're playing them, or, or Altmer or, <coughs> or Osmer. Uh, it doesn't break the lore. So this is a little bit different though, because if you're if it's an MMO and you're giving that you know carte blanche to, to everyone out there, it could break the lore. So if they add in a little you know incentive, so give us an extra you know twenty dollars, we'll give you that uh that ability, it's gonna de incentivize most of the people from doing this in game and incentivize the hardcore Elder Scrolls fans like myself out there who want to have that ability of doing it. Go ahead, Dave. I know you're foaming at the math.
2: <laughs> I agree with what you said in a, in a lore perspective, but shanks, right. Um, wait, what? Neat, yeah. Shut up. Sit down. <laughs> shanks, right. This would only work in the best way for, for the customers of ESO who want the ability to, to, have the options readily available if it were achievable by in-game means I feel that it would be a disservice to Elder Scrolls for this not to be achievable through in-game means I say that after basing my opinion off of previous games in the MMO genre such as uh Star Wars The Old Republic Mm. and um I know. I don't know if if you've done this, Varwin. I've got a character to high enough level just to be able to use that race on the opposite faction.
0: Oh yeah, I've I've done the same thing. Right. So, I mean, that's how you. Yeah, I think um, I think maybe we lo- may have lost Dave's audio there for a minute. Uh, he may jump in at, at any given point. I'm sorry about
2: that. I. Oh, there you did instead of turning my camera back on. Damn well, it! Well, thank God it's not a bandwidth issue. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, that's how it was in 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 SWOTOR. You could you wanted a race, and if you wanted to play it on the other team, well, you really couldn't because that that didn't fit with the lore, yeah. or whatever. But
0: I don't you think could. I don't think the you only could. way of solving this problem is by paying twenty dollars. I I think yeah, exactly. out of the gate right now for pre order. I think this is this is fantastic. Um, because it gives them a little extra money, which is going to help out, you know, support the game. I think, though, you're inherently, you're absolutely correct that at some point, what we need to do is we need to we need to tell Zenimax we would like to have this, without necessarily having to pay for it later on down the road. Maybe this is something that they can, you know, unlock for us six months after launch or a year after launch, after after you know they're they're done, you know, mm. uh, maybe recouping some. And don't forget this is an MMO, okay? It it changes. Just because the game launches, it's not going to be that way forever. It's going to change completely, utterly. Within the first 2 years this game's going to be completely different.
3: Yeah, like I mean, personally like say say okay, Shank doesn't pre-order the game and he he gets it at launch, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't get that any race, any alliance. I would still like that ability to, okay, well, I am a, God, I don't know, red guard in um, Daggerfall, but you know what? I really want to try and play as a Dunmer in the Daggerfall Covenant. Well, okay, what's the challenge that I need to go through to unlock that? See, that is something I wouldn't mind. I think that's cool because not only does it incentivize you through the game by saying you know you can play as this other race in this faction without having to do 50 and then 50 plus plus and all that other stuff Mm. but it it provides you that challenge of how can i accomplish this goal i think that's the way to do it if it if it is behind like you pay like five bucks to plays i i think i don't think that's i'm gonna say it i don't think that's right i think you know in-game means i think that's the best method in my opinion to achieve Uh, this for the um, launch purchases, not the pre-order, specifically the launch.
0: I'm talking about a pre-order bonus. Now, if they were to hold this as as just a you always have to give us money in order to unlock this kind of thing. Then I, I think there's an issue, but yeah, that
2: would be,
3: I, I, yeah, I don't think that's, that be- and that's, that's exactly where I, where I have an issue too. That, yeah. That's that's exactly it. Yeah. Now I have
0: this another needs
2: to be achievable through in game means at some point.
0: Um, I have another small issue. All right. But first, uh, there are some out there in the chat room that have a direct line over to my, my, my cell phone. And uh, <laughs> that uh, one of them would be John Supa, who who has some very uh, good information here for us. Our we, community manager. We don't manager. care what he has to say. We do care what he has to say. Dave, play nice in the same. <laughs> way. Uh, our community manager John says uh, what the required payment for the Explorers Pack does is limit the amount of players not going faction specific. It will allow a small group of people to be playing mixed races, mixed factions, and help strengthen the lore and the lived-in free of Tamriel. Um, and then he also says any race, any faction is a 50 plus unlock. Did they not say once you hit 50 plus, you get to go and do other factions content? John, I'm not hundred percent sure if that's, if that's, I I don't remember that. And if that's the case, then, then I think, I think we can probably, um, say that that's, that's a win-win situation. Does anyone here ever uh, remember them saying that any race, any factions a 50 plus unlock?
3: Well, you can take your current character once you hit 50 and go play in a different faction with that same character. Yeah. Once you're done with that faction, you can go to the third faction with that exact same character. But yeah, it, it isn't
2: unlocked. Yeah,
3: so if you, beat, exactly, if you beat the game as a Dunmer at 50+, plus, let's say, or at 50, that doesn't mean that all of a sudden all the races are unlocked. It's just that specific character can go to a different faction then.
0: Yeah, and, and don't forget, um, also, when you hit 50... All right, and you go to an enemy faction's territory. You're not going to be there alone either. You're going to be you're going to be exploring Tamriel, just in a in a level 50 version of of Tamriel. You're not going to have to worry about. Uh, level <laughs>
2: did up. you read that comment?
0: That's so the
1: you
2: did. I'm sorry, Marvin. That was just really funny. What so, are we No, saying? what happened? I'm lost. What happened? Someone in the, in the chat, uh, uh, Psy-Hawk- 7.0 says this whole topic is so racist.
3: But the best part is it's got like a little monkey smiling face. <laughs> <like>, oh my <laughs> god!
0: Well, we are a bunch of racists, aren't we? <laughs>
2: this is this is beautiful.
0: Um, uh, Road actually from from Tisocast is in the chat room, and he's he's got a he's got a direct line, the red line over here. Uh, he's also saying he's enjoying the show and, <laughs> and not to mind him in chat. So if if uh, if our good buddy it's Road okay. is okay, we don't read up. anything he says anyway. <laughs> be be kind, Road. Be kind. <laughs> All right, Lou, you've been you've been so quiet, way too quiet. I mean, I know you've got a lot on your mind. Um, please, I've been rude. Please tell me everything you're thinking. Don't do well, that to it, me. That it, scares me.
1: It, it's just a matter of I understand people are upset that. They see the Imperial race as a lockout, okay. But again, as you mentioned early on before, this game is an MMO, All right? It's a compromise between the single-player RPG experience that the test games have brought over the decade plus, and the MMO monster that is out there now. Um. Again, Zos is trying to get people to buy their game, Alright, Playing the Imperial buying that particular edition with the extra $20 attached to it, all right, that helps me generate sales and, again, helps build their business. Okay? There's, no one has said that this can't happen down the road where, as you know, we mentioned the you know past few minutes, if it can't be unlocked by some means in the game. All right, whether it's going to be some super hard quest, which I am all for, you know, can make it a challenge. Uh, or some other means, oh, okay? But, you know, again, it's just there to help them generate their sales to get their money back, okay? It doesn't block you from playing the game. And I, I think that's the one thing a lot of people aren't getting through their heads is the fact that it's not stopping you from playing the game. Hmm. It's a purely cosmetic feature. It's another skin. Yes, it's going to have probably, you know, the racials attached to it, as we all know from test games. You know, playing a red guard, you get this. You play because you, you get this. That's fine.
0: Well, it will have its own uh, its own racial skill line, so it's right.
1: Not... They, they all yeah. do. They all bring that, but it's not stopping you from playing. Login name, password, login complete. Play. Yes, it's not stopping you from playing the game, is it? No, it's not. Okay, a cosmetic feature like that is not stopping you from playing the game, so it needs to p- be put to rest. Mm. Okay. And, and that's what uh, I think they were trying to allude to before with the definition of a paygate. Paygate absolutely blocks your progress in the game. Okay. I'll bring another example. You mentioned before Lord of the Rings Online. I love playing that game, but that but game absolutely has paygates. That, that game's
2: just beautiful. I don't give a damn if it has paygates. I love that game.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, that is a game I'm willing yeah. to deal with paygates. You know, because you know what? When I hit a particular level, I couldn't go any further. Unless I pay the extra money, which I didn't have to because I was a subscriber, but if I was for you to play, guess what? That's your pay gate right there. I can't get past that level. I can't go anywhere in the rest of Middle Earth because, you know what? The game's going to tell me, you don't have access to it. You can't go further. As opposed to this, huh, what race do you want to create? Well, what, what faction am I in? All right, I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. Nothing stopped me from doing that. All right, so there's the definition of a pay gate right there. Okay.
2: Yeah. You want so to know how a paygate like pay works? Pay, uh,
1: need to actually see other games and do a side by side comparison as to what they think a paygate means and what it actually does.
2: Perfect world.
1: Okay. Yeah. Perfect world entertainment. <laughs> Any one of the games is a paygate.
2: <laughs> oh my God. It's ridiculous. Like, oh, right, you leveled but, up two levels. Please give us $5 to unlock your next set of gear.
1: Right. But, you know, the thing is, you know, that's. One thing I hope people will just, you know, accept the fact that, yes, it's a race that people probably would like to play, but can't for now. All right. I'm going to caveat that again for now, because mm. I, I will wholeheartedly say again, I hope they bring that in later on for other players who didn't it's, do that.
0: It's a pre-order bonus. It doesn't mean right. that. And, and if, Pete it, Hines, if Pete Hines were here, I swear to God, the man would say it's a pre-order bonus, guys. We didn't say yeah, it, it's, 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 it's a it's never, never going to happen ever again.
1: Bonus. Right it's to help them generate sales right it's to reward the people who are taking the extra money and say yeah we want to pre-order the game now okay not wait till launch day alright and this is to give them a little you know thank you alright because that happens in the real world you know business deals happen like that hey here's an incentive yeah okay like it's unheard heard of if you were hired, If you work the corporate world for you to get a pre-hiring bonus if you have a critical skill that your job requires or needs, okay. So if you have a problem with that, then wow, we need to have a talk about how capitalism works and how the workforce <laughs> can actually profits.
0: Well, what's 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 good to know is for for those of you out there that that really feel very strongly against against this kind of thing, okay. An MMO is an ever changing game. You don't ever have to sit there silently and and say. I got to take it. All right. You, you can always go onto the forums and in a constructive manner, say dear, Uh, (laughs) say (laughs) dear, dear Zenimax. Okay. Can you please offer some way where we can offer the, the races, uh, in any race, at any time without necessarily having to, to either pay or, or unlock it. And, you know, if enough of us out there actually ask that and say that, then it'll happen. Um, so, so, so be aware of that. That this thing is always changing. But as a pre-order bonus, I think this is fantastic. I think it's a genius marketing move. I, I'm, I'm doing it to support the game. I'm actually going out there and buying a second copy of the game, the physical edition, because I want to support the game and I want, I want that Moloch ball statue, like you wouldn't believe.
3: <laughs> yeah. On, on that note, really quickly, like how many of us have bought the Elder Scrolls games more than once? Oh, it's disgusting. Yeah.
2: So does that include times we returned the copy that we purchased? No. Yeah. yeah. Well, no. 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 <laughs> <laughs>
0: um. Okay. I'm also getting another another uh, message here from from Road from Tisocast saying, uh, "For those that don't pre-order, in a perfect world, races should be unlocked like SWOTOR legacy races. Get to fifty. <laughs> Thank you. Make that race in any alliance. Also." Uh, tell Dave to be quiet, or I'll replace him. and You guys can't handle that level of nerd rage every show, probably. Woman,
2: I agreed with you.
3: <laughs> it's, it, no, it, it's, Ivarwin, I just find that funny because I, I think I, I uh sent you a direct line uh text as well, but you know. Yeah, but we try and keep this a family show, <laughs> <laughs> devoid of phallic symbols.
0: Ew. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Right. I'm mute. <laughs> We've got, we've got quite a, a lot of show to go through, guys. And we've spent quite a, quite a lot of time on this. Um, there, there are some things that I, I, do, I do disapprove of. Um, really, just, just one thing in general. And I guess I just want to throw this out there real quick. What I do disapprove of is the ability of, of when you buy the Imperial Edition, okay, you're able to craft Imperial gear. I don't think that's a good idea. And the reason why I don't think it's a good idea is because what are you going to do when you, you realize that you're probably the one dude out of like 50 that you know you can craft that Imperial gear? You're going to take that Imperial gear and you're going to put it on your, your, your guild store. And people are going to check these guild stores and they're going to see that there's Imperial gear on there and the prices are going to skyrocket. Because of the simple nature of supply and demand, there's not going to be a lot of people out there that are able to make Imperial gear. So it's going Uh, to be hard to find. So when you do find it, it's going to be expensive. Go ahead, Shank.
3: Um, You talked about that store. I just super newbie question here. And I'm sorry if this is a little slightly off topic, but I'm genuinely curious about this. Okay say you of arwen you make an imperial you just you you craft some piece of armor okay and you mm-hmm. you put it up on that guild store mm-hmm. now does that mean um can you does that mean every time somebody buys it they buy a copy of that or can you say there's only going to be 500 um versions of this at this price or is it like I put this up there and I, everyone just basically getting a copy of this armor? It's like, not a, I don't know if it's like physical, it's, like there's it's actual not a supply. It's not, it's actual
0: supply. It's not a copy. So, okay. So, so, so you can
3: actually say, I want to put X amount up there.
0: Yeah. Okay. You can do that. And the reason why I think That's this is a problem sweet. is, is because I, I think it's going to give, People who buy the digital or the physical, Imper- anyone who buys the Imperial edition of this game and and is able to craft Imperial gear, it's going to, I believe, is going to give them an unfair advantage
1: <sighs>
0: in crafting. Go ahead, Dave. I think you had a, a heart attack.
2: Okay. As someone who's actually owned a uh, server's economy before on an MMO, um, I don't think that's going to happen. Okay. At all. Uh, because people are going to think oh, wow, this is a purchasable thing All or right. a rare thing. People are going to go out of their way to make it, leaving gaps. This is a good thing for economy. This is something that you want. You want people to think that this is something rare because then everyone's going to flock toward it. And yeah, yeah it's going to be rare off, right off the bat. Yeah, people are going to want it, you know, occasionally it's going to spike. But honestly, that's going to be the easy route. That's not going to be what's going to own the economy. Um,
0: Kyle from ShoddyCast is also sending me a, a message to the red line, uh, right over here, <laughs> and he's saying uh, it, which he's, he's, he's got, bango. Uh, he, <laughs> uh, he's saying uh, by crafting by crafting imperial gear, they just mean you'll be able to craft them right away instead of having to learn
2: the style first. Oh, which right, you can learn styles.
0: Right, which you know what I, I get that that's that's fair enough, hundred percent fair enough. But the fact that you're you're still able to craft it right away versus anybody else is still giving an unfair advantage to people who craft. Um, be good, Shank. Uh, <laughs> You know? it's, it's still giving them an unfair advantage at some point in the game, however, however slight or however large, it still exists. And I just, at at first glance, I just, I stats, how what I see from that, um, I would, I would rather have them take that out and maybe put something else in, um, but not that. I, I just don't think it's, and it's too late at this point anyway. I mean, their their package is their package. I just, you know, and it's a tiny thing, but it is a slight unfair advantage. And I I do happen to disagree with it. So, um, Lou, what what do you say on that? And then and then maybe Shank, and then we we got to move on.
1: Well, <laughs> Kyle, Kyle brings up a great point that you know all styles eventually can be learned. You know, it's just that those who order the imperial editions you know, their character gets to do it right from the get-go. You know, they don't have to go through the trouble of learning the skill because, gosh, they're Imperial, so why wouldn't they learn... Why wouldn't they know Imperial-style weapons and armor crafting? Um, And as Dave pointed out before, yeah, you know what? At first, you know, your concern probably, you know, would have a lot of merit saying that there are going to be people out there who are going to sell stuff on that guild store for Mm -hmm. a crazy amount of uh, money, all right? Until the novelty wears off, until... uh, I would say until maybe a few weeks down the road, where there are people, you know, the player community out there who are crafters in every game they play. Right? They're gonna they're going to take the time to learn there to learn that skill, get to that point, and soon you'll probably see a the market balance out. All right, because the novelty or I'll throw people out there who aren't Imperials. You know, you could have a Breton crafter who knows that skill, and now he's able to sell, he or she's able to sell it now in the Breton markets. Okay, so now that takes away from that uh, that person's an Imperial. Okay. Now, again, that, to me, I just see it as another form of PvP. Alright, you've got your physical PvP, and now you, you know, introduce something now, it's economic PvP. It's
3: all meta stuff.
1: Yeah, something akin to what EVE Online does, okay? Right, is it fair? I don't know. There's yeah, <laughs> there a lot of arguments Yeah, you know, a lot of argument. you know, to and against it, but in the end, it's you know, players it gives players another thing to work on, you know, dominating the market. Okay? Not only do you dominate the battlefield, but you're gonna bleed them dry <laughs> by taking them for every gold piece they've got. So And Shank. You know, I'm all I'm all for it.
3: <laughs> I just want somebody in this game to become the John Galt of Tamriel. Um
2: <laughs> Oh my god, that reference is so old.
3: <laughs> that's all that's all I'm going to say. If you guys don't know who John Galt is, kids go Google or something, I don't know.
0: Jesus. Do you guys do you guys remember the um that huge list of of emotes uh forward slash commands that came out? And I, I know you really wanted to sit one. <laughs> I just I just want to say that I was I was looking at it again uh like oh like a day or two ago. I was looking at that that list again. And this is for Shank. I just want you to know that there is a a slash lute, a slash uh, flute, and a slash drum, where where you can you can stand there and you know uh, apparently activate an emote where you're where you're playing um, instruments, <laughs> just to you know maybe maybe throw it out there that maybe uh shank wants to be a a uh, traveling bard and salesman in, in elder scrolls online i think you can find a way to do it my friend
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god somebody please i just want to just walk around play their flute and just annoy the crap out of people i think that would be really really fun <laughs> i awesome. could
2: see shake just standing next to the guild shop in cyril playing the flute <laughs> buy our crap <laughs> buy our crap you know
0: uh speaking of buy our crap uh this show is sponsored by audible.com and perfect
2: uh, segue <laughs> Uh,
0: if you would like to support the show and uh, and also get a free audiobook, you go to audibletrial dot com slash questgamingnetwork and you'll receive a free thirty day trial uh, and you'll be able to download a free book. Uh, also, the uh, what happens is when you when you do sign up for a subscription to to audibletrial dot com slash questgamingnetwork, you're going to get these tiny little monthly tokens that you can you can get a book every single month. Uh, so, so it's a, it's a lot of fun, uh, believe it or not to actually have this thing. And, uh, like I said, I downloaded, uh, one of the, one of the Elder Scrolls novels, uh, last month, which was the Infernal City by Greg Keyes. This month I downloaded Lord of Souls. Again, that's the book two of, of two for the Elder Scrolls novels by Greg Keyes. Uh, it takes place 40 years after the Oblivion crisis. Chapter one, there's already. I'm going to spoil this for you, okay? Chapter one of Lord of Souls, there's already a zombie attack, and it's pretty awesome. So, I'm enjoying that so far. Uh, that both of those books, the the Infernal City and and Lord of Souls by Great Keys, will is available on audibletrialcom Uh You will receive a 30 day free trial, a free book just by going to that link and, and signing up. So thank you very much to, uh, dot com slash quest, network for sponsoring our show
2: in part today. Um, I actually have a, a lore question. Sure. None of these don't come very often, but I do. I have a lore question.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Knowing that, uh, a certain psychopath assassin, uh, survived during the oblivion crisis into Skyrim um that psycho jester dude anyway um i expect that you know there's there's a uh, small frame of time between oblivion and and Scrim. um this place takes place 40 years after the oblivion crisis right yeah where does Skyrim fall is that, uh, i think 200 it's like years after 200, oblivion. yeah Two hundred years after oblivion. Yep. Mm -hmm. Then then how is
3: uh what's his butt still alive with the in the assassins? Dude, Cicero hasn't been alive for two hundred years, man. Cicero is in oblivion. Cicero's not in oblivion. I thought he was. No. Mm.
2: Dude, we've had people tell us that Cicero is in oblivion.
3: No. They may have. Oblivion sucks. (laughs) No, I he, thought he was. Very like, nice. they,
2: they said that there was a little kid who was like in a movie and they were all like, Oh, well, that's totally Cicero. No, no,
3: no, 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 no. That's I I'll I'll tell I'll tell you about it later. It's that's totally different. Uh well, uh
0: we've got some Elder Scrolls fun for you, now that we're done uh sort of knocking around some of the more some of the more uh difficult topics of, of the week. And uh let's let's get into the uh dev questions of the week. Now we've got we've got two for you this week, guys. Because uh, we we missed last week, unfortunately, um, but here we are this week and we've got two. So, so please enjoy last week's Dev Question of the Week.
3: Hi, my name is Mark and I'm a CS agent here with ZeniMax Online Studios and this is your Question of the Week.
1: In our game, you can have all sorts of fun with friends. Who are you looking to party up with, and what adventures are you looking to have?
0: Alright. So, who are you looking to party up with, and what sorts of adventures are you looking to have? Uh, Let's start with Lou.
1: Well, right off the bat, uh... I want to group up with everyone <laughs> from QGN, mm-hmm. you know, and, and uh, you know, Peggy's folks sick. who follow us, you know, our fans, you know, finally, you know, we have an opportunity to play an Elder Scrolls type game together, you know, cause, you know, I know we mentioned in the past and other shows, like you know, how great would it be to have a co-op mode for Skyrim, you know, for Oblivion, for Morrowind. You know, I'm sure Shank would have loved to play Oblivion with all his friends. You know, yeah, making a party of five or six or eight. You know, just going and crushing that content. You know, because maybe you know the game would scale. Like, all right, Shank's got five friends. Well, now it's going to be five times harder. <laughs> you know, and, and type of adventures, man, any and all, just bring them. You know, are, are we going to get lost in this part of the woods? Yeah, let's go find out what's in there. You know, what's down in this cave? Doing a Like, oh my god, why did we get down here? <laughs> there are vampires
0: in this cave. Oh God! Don't Just even. Do a shank oh, and funny. run away. <laughs> uh, what about you, Dave? Who are you looking to to party up with? And what do you? What kind of content do you want to get into?
2: I, I don't want to party with any We don't
0: want to party up with you oh. either.
2: No, I'm, I'm actually offended that they even gave us the rings of Mara because I'm not going to use that crap on any of you guys.
0: I'm not marrying you in game. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna.
2: What was you say? That?
0: It's all right, Dave. I I didn't mean it.
2: You're a monster.
0: Dave, will you marry me in Elder Scrolls Online?
2: I love you, baby.
3: <laughs> well, oh. I just sat up straight oh, in my oh, seat. <laughs> well, that escalated quickly. Oh, sorry,
2: guys. <laughs> no, honestly, I'm I'm just so excited. Um, this will really be the first time that that Ivar and I get to play a a MMO side by side uh Unlike rift, which we kind of uh dodged each other and uh Swotor, where one of us was was doing one thing and one was doing the other i don't know we actually got to play the other day, tour yeah we were but playing tour for a bit it wasn't really you know a fresh start it's going to be a fresh start it's going to be great
0: Clean slate. and
2: uh i i'm excited i'm excited to actually see people in an mMO environment because you don't know someone till you till you See them try to kill a wolf. <laughs> I, and that I, really is is what makes it. How they react when that spider that you didn't see sneaks up, up beside you and you're like, "Dude, you're standing in poop." Uh, dude, dude, you're standing in poop. Dude, there's something on the ground you're standing in. it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It's taking away your life. Damn it, Varwin. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have to go through that to to really to really know some.
0: If it uh it's, it's quite a different experience. I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, by the way, there is this other notion about about Elder Scrolls Online is is a brand new MMO, right? That means that the day you get it in your hands when it first launches, that is the worst that game will ever be.
2: We've it's, played WoW. That is a very big misconception.
0: I just want to throw that out there. Like you, you, <laughs> you will never play uh every version of that game that comes out through patches and and all that will be better the longer you the longer it's out so at least in my opinion like i always feel that way about about mmos i i should just sort of throw that out there but anyway shank uh you know dev question of the week what do you what do you think uh who do you want to who do you want to play with and uh what kind of content are you looking to do
3: well, I, I would have to say given my uh, statements in past weeks, I'm going to have to respectfully take a pass on this. Mm. To be perfectly honest, um it's okay. fair enough. Communist.
0: I want
2: to play- <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god.
0: I I want to play with Shank and I want to uh, I want to explore with him. That's that's uh and I'm hoping maybe he doesn't break my heart. All right. Socialist. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, dev question of the week number two. Here we go. Hi, my name is Mike May, and I work for ZeniMax Online Studios as a concept
2: artist. And here's your question of the week. In a new cinematic trailer, The Arrival, you caught a glimpse of the threat Malak Ball poses to Tamriel. If you had to
0: fight this abomination, what would your plan of attack be? One hell of a question. If you had to fight the Abomination at the end of the Arrival trailer, what would your plan of attack be? Louis the Loremaster, roll on.
1: Well, i probably scream like a little girl for like two <laughs> seconds. Solid plan. Uh, soil myself and go, now what would Shank do? No, I can't do what Shank does. <laughs> nah, the world's at stake here. I got. I have to do something. I've got to do something. Uh, <laughs> what would my plan of attack be? Well, at first, I was thinking, you know what, I'd probably do what that Nord did. <laughs> at first, I would just charge. Just go full force and just charge right at him. <laughs> and realize that's probably going to be killed right away. Um, but my, my plan of attack, just a whole lot of. Testing. A lot of probing and testing. What what, what, what can I hit this thing with? (laughs) Arrows? Swords? Knives? Magic? What? Please give me a weakness that I can exploit (laughs) and use my advantage and then just go with that wholeheartedly.
0: Okay. What about you, Dave?
2: It doesn't matter what we're fighting. A good team is prepared for anything that comes at it.
1: Wow. Ooh. What a cop-out. There it is, folks. Damn,
0: right there. What a cop-out
2: so, cop answer. That being said, um, <laughs> since it, it looks like spit, spitting resemblance of Shank's mom, I'd probably whine Jesus, and dine. This is
3: true.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Shank.
0: You know, no, Mrs. I, we Shank. We already established it last night, right? ha <laughs> You know, Mrs. Shank, I absolutely adore every one of those jaws on your pretty face.
1: <laughs> it's just so, so much of you to adore and love.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it when you say those things and make your little gobbler neck jiggle. <laughs> oh, Bite someone oh God, that, someone's that's, head off.
3: That's...
1: Uh, that image <laughs> <laughs> Mortal love. it. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: okay. What about you, Shank? <laughs> um. Honestly, I would bravely run away. I, I don't
1: know.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: didn't see that coming.
3: <laughs> Walked into it. <laughs> that I I was I was listening to that question with a huge smile on my face because I mean I was like I mean a dude what else would I do? I would literally run turn around and just run.
1: Shanks' response, N slash, a not applicable to me. Yeah. No, actually, you
3: know what it would be? It would be escape, logout. Yeah. No,
0: what it would be is you're you're standing there in the middle of cereal, right? That whole zombie horde is coming at you. You know, your mom's barreling down the hill <laughs> <laughs> Oh, like this, and you're just like, D- I didn't buy the game. I'm not here. Why are you
3: attacking me? I'm not. I'm not, I'm not here. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not here now. I'm playing I'm playing Oblivion.
0: <laughs> uh for me, defense is the key. I would I would put everyone uh, tell everyone hi, get inside of of um get inside of Cyrodiil, or inside of Seridol. Get inside the Imperial City. I'd have uh I'd have all the guards on the wall throwing just, you know, lock all the gates. Um I'd have siege engines in inside the the courtyards. I'd have uh Archers inside the courtyards, folly, uh, firing volleys over the walls into, into the, uh, the zombie horde, trying to breach the walls. I'd have um, tar ready to, to spill on, on the zombies. And then I would, I would actually tar the battlefield and light it on fire when they started approaching. Once they start getting their feet all up in that tarred up grass, I'd light the sucker up on fire and just watch them burn.
3: That's part of what I'd do. <laughs> that's, that's a little bit more complicated than my bravely runaway strategy.
1: Yeah. That's, uh, you, sir, playing Total War.
2: <laughs> we actually have some uh, good mentions from the chat as to what they believe okay. uh, they could do. Uh, from SoC Hobbit, he says, I will stand and die fighting and have songs sung about my heroic last stand in
3: Sovngarde. I personally like DVD's response. Yup, do a shank. <laughs> Uh oh. very
0: good. Oh wait,
1: it's the, uh and and, and hope oh, I'm saying this right and danglip in the chat. Here's the plan. Send Shank to pick a deadly flower, <laughs> but Dave is a healer. Have me look it up to how to use a flower and have Yvarwin land a killing blow. <laughs>
0: there we go. We're going to need
3: some Carmenult, some vampire <laughs> dust. And Yvarwin, where one might find Karen? Wherever death has occurred. Oh, how would you know that? That is incredible knowledge of Arwin. My good
0: friend Shank, tank. <laughs> Told me all about it. Uh, so, so fantastic, fantastic questions. Um, we we did say that uh, we were going to do a little QGN forum chat. Uh, we're going to hold that off until next week. Uh, unfortunately, the show is going very, 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 very long today. Uh, n- needfully so, but you know, sometimes we stack the notes and we'll have to we'll have to move along. Um, but as part of some of the fun things of Elder Scrolls Online that we have for you today. Uh, I wanted to show you this, these new ESO wallpapers. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, these little gems popped up last week on Thursday, Tirdas, uh, morning Morningstar the 23rd, and they seem to carry a dungeon theme to them. Uh, you can you can uh, find them on elderscrollsonline.com. And with all the news about pre-ordering the game, this is one of the small things you can do to dress up your desktop with something new as you wait for the game to draw ever closer. And And here we are. We got, uh, we got this right here. This is called Dwimmer ruin. Um, this is actually on my desktop right now. You've got a little automaton in here with, uh, you know, a steam Dwimmer ruin, uh, theme in the background. And then you have the vaults of madness, uh, which kind of looks like my, my, um, my bachelor pad, <laughs> not wow. at all, not, not at all. <laughs> My
2: love dungeon, baby.
0: Okay, so then moving on to Toothmole Gully.
2: <laughs> that actually looks like my love dungeon.
3: Kind of gross. It is actually. That's your bed. I like that. In the tents, right? Yep. There you go.
2: In the people. Wait, that's actually Dave. I
3: didn't know you were actually in this oh, yep. wallpaper. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's that's Dave right there. Yeah. That's there. That's ah. Look at that.
2: They've captured my uh, nuance.
0: <laughs> your your hulking manliness.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um and, and as you can probably see on the notes, uh it is it is time for our shout out for Tweaked Audio. Tweaked Uh quality earbuds, free worldwide shipping, unbeatable customer service, lifetime warranty with free shipping, worldwide free shipping with our code off the record. You get thirty percent off as well at TweakedAudio.com. Uh, let me see if I can get the website up so I can, you can check out a little bit about what you can get at tweaked Uh, so these are, these are the earbuds. Okay. The, I use these every single week. They've got a new, a brand new set here called Eddie, uh, which go completely over the ear. All right. Uh, these are 69 95 on their site. A little steep, right? Well, again, you'll get 30% off using the code off the record, Free worldwide shipping, so you're not paying as much as you probably think you would be. And additionally, you're going to get audio clarity that is inexpensive, and the the audio clarity is going to be comparable to Beats audio with these. I'm telling you that right now, these guys are absolutely fantastic. You put a bare, pair of Beats audio on your head, you're spending a couple hundred dollars. You get that quality. With the 6995 on their site, 30% off, free worldwide shipping, you're saving a bundle and you're getting the same kind of audio clarity. Um also, if you're maybe into something else, uh these are my favorite. Wait, hold on, classic blacks. These are my favorite. $29.95. I'm actually using these right now. Unbelievable clarity for the uh, for the audio, very durable, nylon cord, doesn't tangle, $29.95 on the site, right? Um, additionally, they have an inline microphone where you can stick these things into your cell phone, and while you're driving, you can remain um, hands-free and safe, and have a great, a great phone, uh, you know, great conversation experience with great audio and a very clear microphone. Twenty nine ninety five again on their site, thirty percent off with our code off the record, and free worldwide shipping. And again, that's at tweakedaudio.com. Thank you very much, folks, for. Sponsoring our show in part today. Uh, Elder Scroll. Lou! Louis the Loremaster. Master on! Give us a little bit on
1: The Nightingales,
0: Volume 1.
1: Well, thank you very much, kind sir. And today, Part 1, it's a little book called The Nightingales, Volume 1. Who are we? By Gallus Dissidinius. Remember him, if you've done the Thieves' Guild? In service to the Lady Luck or the Nightmistress. Remember, this is a book, and this is actually in Gallus' own words. So, that being said, here we go. As a Nightingale, I feel compelled to place quill to parchment and record my thoughts regarding my knowledge of our order. If one day the Nightingale should vanish from Tamriel then let this tome serve as a reminder of what we once were and to dispel any rumor or hearsay about our purposes and our motivations. Our Trinity serves the Lady Nocturnal, the Empress of Merc, and the Daughter of Twilight. Yeah, we believe her to be our patron, if not the patron of all fees worldwide. We serve her without prayer, without charity, and without celebration. Our bond with Nocturnal is in the form of a business transaction we strike known as the Oath. Her terms are simple and binding. As nightingales, we are required to guard the Twilight Sepulchre, the Temple of Nocturnal, against those perceived as a threat. In return, we are allowed to use our ability as nightingales to further our own means and the means of the Thieves' Guild. Upon our death, we are bound to the Twilight Sepulchre, as guardian spirits until such time as Nocturnal feels our contract has been fulfilled. Our ultimate fate lies within the Everglom nocturnal's realm there our spirits become one with shadow itself and we become the cloak which envelops all of our fellow thieves in their endeavors this is the true origin of the phrase walk with the shadows uttered within the thieves guild the twilight sepulchre is more than a temple it contains a conduit from our world to the evergloom a swirling pool of liquid midnight we call the ebon this is the heart of the sepulchre and the source of Nocturnal's influence throughout the world. The Ebermere can only be sealed by removing a unique key from its lock. This key, which occasionally finds its way beyond the walls of the Sepulchre, is widely known as the Skeleton Key of Nocturnal. The Skeleton Key is an often misunderstood artifact. Those that seek to possess it tend to use it only a fraction of its potential. Most mistake it for a unique and unbreakable lockpick. While this is true, the wonder of this device can only be appreciated once the owner is willing to expand his mind and abstract what defines unlocking. This action refers to more than simple doors and portals. In the proper hands, the skeleton key has the capability to unlock hidden potential and untapped abilities. The extent of this power has yet to be discovered, which is a frightening thought if it ever fell into the wrong hands. As a member of the Trinity of Nightingales, it is incumbent upon us to recover the skeleton key. If it strays in the twilight sepulcher. Why an Oterno allows the key to be stolen in the first place is a mystery. Some say she revels in the chaos this artifact causes. Others feel she simply does not care. That the petty squabbles of men and men are beyond her attention. Whatever the case may be, it is our duty to ensure it remains safely within the confines of the sepulcher. To say that the nightingales are our holy order would be doing us a disservice. In our hearts, we are thieves. We enjoy the hunt and delight in the spoils. We might swear our loyalty to our channel and hold some influence within the Thieves Guild, but the greatest allegiance to a Nightingale holds is to himself. And this concludes Volume 1. Tune in next week for Part 2 or Volume 2 of the Nightingales by Gallus. And I want to say thanks to the unofficial Elder Scrolls pages, the Elder Scrolls Wiki, and the Imperial Library. Again, folks, if you enjoyed the lore segment, if you enjoyed the lore of the Elder Scrolls as much as I do, Go to these sites. Take a look. Lots of great tidbits there from things you may not even remember or notice in the game.
0: Great job, Lou. Yet again, thank you very much, and uh, looking forward to part two.
1: I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um,
0: so, so this week in, in Tamrielic holidays, we we actually haven't had any holidays this week. Uh, but I would like to let you know that, and nor did we uh, the week before either. Uh, but I wanted to let you know that uh, in a couple of days will be Mad Pelagius Day. That's going to be Sun's Dawn the <laughs> 2nd. So stay tuned to our Twitter at Elder Scrolls OTR, where I'll be explaining a little bit about that. And then next week, I'll go into it in, further in depth on what Mad Pelagius Day actually is. Uh, on to our email section, and I'm calling out David the DN Adams. For our first one here by Josh Orange Tail.
2: Yeah, maybe I want to call you out. <laughs> Jerk face. Why you so mean? I love you, baby. Um, hey guys, I about foost my pants off this morning when I saw they announced the Imperial Edition for ESO. Looking forward to the discussion about it soon. We're not, we're not even going to discuss that. Wait. We already did. Okay. Um, according to their pre-order bonuses for ESO, you can play any race in any alliance. Will that change any of your decisions on starting factions? And what does OTR have planned as far as gilding goes? Thanks to all, Josh Orange Tail.
3: Argonian. Ugh
0: well dave as our as our uh, guild leader, <laughs> sorry <laughs> uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh about e s o t r our guild as our guild leader
2: Yes, we will be holding our own guild. I know we had uh, a few implications as to whether or not we'd join a larger guild i e grievance, but I believe we we agreed as a whole that we would do our own guild um i'll be running it I'll be getting it up and and rolling so i'm I'm your your point man for talking to, you. I believe we do have the guild set up on Tamriel foundry, but not sure how much that's going to hold, if anything. So, um, as soon as it goes live, I'll be setting up the, the ESOTR guild and, uh, anyone who cares to join will be more than welcome. I'd love to have you. And, uh, I, I honestly don't see that 300-person guild cap thing standing at launch. I know there was a whisper of that, but until the game goes live, I, I take it with a grain of salt. Um, as for what factions it's going to be, remember, guilds are multi-faction, so anyone from any faction, any race except Argonian is allowed to and welcome to uh <laughs> Yes! to join. <laughs> no, we'll take Argonians, too. Come on, we have to eat something. Oh, that's true. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, I know, man. No, we Gotta defeat a boss guys. or something,
3: right? <laughs> See, Dave and I disagree on many things. This is one of the few we agree on.
2: <laughs> we we will have a guild. We will have a rockin' guild. So, uh, we, we will have a lot of love for anybody who wants to come and join. Remember... Uh, the best way to talk to us, the best way to, to deal with us. In fact, Supa just posted it in the chat. Uh, check us out, questgamingcommunity.com. dot com. That will be our hub, I'm sure. Uh, at least starting out uh, for the guild. Uh, as for names, have we decided on a name? Or are we just going to go with EsoTr? Or, or
0: yeah, I'm, I'm thinking. Crazy? I'm thinking we should just stick Ew. with EsoTr. <laughs> Uh, I mean, 417 people have have signed up for ESOTR on uh, Tamriel Foundry, which is what I'm showing you right here. Uh, So, I mean, if we, on game day, we start, you know, just just inviting people and they get, like, this guild invite to ESOTR, they're going to remember, oh, right, that thing I signed up for, like, a long time ago, whatever. So, you know, it's here. It's on Tamriel Foundry. Um, you can you you click on the uh, guild button on the very bottom of their page you just type in the search bar esotr which stands for obviously elves Scrolls off the record and you can join
2: so yep yeah, if you don't that like that. anything that we've said on here remember com. go there that's our forums Yell, scream about it we have some time before the game launches so anything you like, don't like, want to enact before we get going, feel free to yell at us. Um, the name may change. We actually have some people in the chat. Dave's Mud Crab Guild. Wow. I believe that is a wonderful option. Mm. <laughs> no, honestly, expect us to have like 40 different guilds with 40 different names because you can join as many as you want but the official one will more likely than not be called ESOTR just for all of our fans to come join anyone can join have a great time uh as for rules for the guild treat people like you'd want to be treated if you don't we'll be on you like white on rice
0: yeah it's going to be a casual guild so you know anyone anyone can walk in you know hang out have fun um i'm gonna i'm gonna be a member of two guilds i'm gonna be a member of uh, esotr as well as grievance uh whatever they've got going on i'm gonna i'm gonna join as well because you know i am a member of their community and uh um, I, I adore them, so I will be an active member of both of those guilds. I will not be an active member of three guilds. It's it's EsoTR is my primary, and then my secondary is going to be uh, is going to be Grievance.
2: Awesome. Um, real quick. Yeah. People have been asking, will we have representation for console players? Um, that matters if we have people on staff who can be representatives for the consoles. Shank said I don't that know. he's
0: not getting Elder Scrolls Online, so therefore we won't have representation because... We, yeah, uh, so. we don't at the moment. So you can blame Shank for not getting Elder <laughs> Scrolls Online.
3: Actually, I think Brian Armstrong might be getting the yeah, game we, on we PS4.
0: It's really, it's really Shank's fault. It is.
3: It's completely... <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm th- I'm thinking that we may have representation if if we can set it up we will.
3: Yeah. When and
2: it- uh we'll run it. Yes, all the names may not be in the same guild because there's going to be a separation between PC, between Mac, or not not between Mac, but PC and consoles. There's going to be those those separations. Yeah. Um so keep in mind that yes, uh there may be not you know it won't be the same group of people but it will be run by the same admins yeah uh will it will be run out of questgamingcommunity.com
3: yeah so you get the same fun experience regardless of platform
2: yeah
0: anyone anyone who's managing any any guild will have an absolute direct lines to to dave uh if there's any questions as as the main guild leader for for esotr and of course they have a main, a direct line to me as well. So if there's ever any issue whatsoever in any of our guilds, which we're going to try and start focusing on building that, you know, when it comes launch and we're actually able to start inviting people to create the guild and then start inviting people. And we'll probably start doing that, um, in our, in our, um, five day, uh, early access. We'll start, start that up. Um, so, any issues whatsoever don 't worry you 're part of the guild we 'll be able to help even though we 're on a different platform than maybe you your're a choice of platform so don 't don 't think that if you want to join our guild, you have to be on a on the pc you don 't have to and if there 's any issues we won 't be able to handle it we will so no yeah. no worries we 'll take care of it we
2: we'll do as much as we can from our guild over on the master race. I mean, on the PC. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
3: just, I'm just laughing at some of the comments in here. Console, casual PC elitist. I, I'm sorry. That's <laughs> <laughs> clearly in jest, but it just puts a smile on my face. Yeah. It's kind of, funny. No.
2: well, we will do anything we can to show the love to anyone who's on any, any platform.
3: Mm-hmm. And of course,
0: questgamingcommunity.com uh, is, uh, is a place is the place to go. For anything regarding the ESOTR Guild, uh, asking questions, especially when, when this thing launches, you're going to want to go to questgamingcommunity.com and ask your questions there and because we all have access to that and, and uh, you know, we'll be able to answer. All right. Next email, please, Dave. Again? Oh, wait. No, no. I'm sorry. Uh, Shank. I meant Shank. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, this email comes from Osgand. Uh, he's a, uh, one of the guys, we actually get a couple emails from him, so nice to see a familiar face here. Um, as you know, under the white gold concordant, the worship of Talos was forbidden under the argument that he was not a god. I find it odd that the elves seem to think they are allowed to claim descent from the Aedra, but humans can't. Not even if it was from Talos, who is widely known to have been a Shezarine, a physical manifestation of Shezar, a.k.a. Shore, a.k.a. Lorcon. Just some food for thought, Osgand. That I find interesting. Because Lorkhan, um I mean, yeah, he's got three different names. He's got Shezar, Shore, Lorcon, but basically he's like he's kind of like the God, one of the guys responsible for creating Nern. Um, so I, I, I definitely, I, I, I agree with you, Osgand. I I definitely find it kind of interesting sort of almost contradictory, uh, that, you know, I mean, it's, it's forbidden when he's supposedly claimed to be a descendant from the guy that basically created Nern. I I think that's kind of contradictory. So it's, uh, it's it's interesting just, uh, to me to hijack that. I just, I think that's pretty cool.
0: Well, maybe the NPCs in the game are not up on their lore.
3: That's you know what? That's that's always a possibility. Maybe <laughs> that's <laughs> maybe they don't know how to read or something. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I, I have to look it up. But I, I the reason why uh, they wouldn't acknowledge Lorcan is because remember when Lorcan helped create Nurn? All right, what did he ask the other alien to do? The other other alien, they had to lose. That's their uh that's true.
3: That's true. That's and that's remember, true.
1: The el the all the Myrrh were immortal. Okay. Man was never the human race and the man races of Nurn were never meant to be immortal. The elves were. Until this started to happen. Okay, and they lost. They seem to be they seem to believe that when Lorkan went through the creation of Nern, that the Elves lost their connection to the immortality, which is why now they are immortal and refuse to acknowledge him, you know, as one of the gods. Alright, which again would lead into why they hate would not acknowledge Talos, Talos yeah. if he's supposed to be an avatar of Cherazine, Okay, that's you know one way to look at it.
3: I just think that's kind of weird though, because like Lorcan is supposed to be like literally like in Nern, like he's like the sun and like part of him is like in the actual like Earth itself. I just think
1: <laughs> he's the sun, the stars, yeah. the moon. <laughs> so I mean I don't know. I just I just
3: think it's kind of curious. It's it's just it's interesting. God, do high elves do anything except suck? <laughs> Well, well, they do have Kate Beckinsale.
0: If you if you check out that last trailer, uh, there was not a lot of suck going on from, from that high hey, elf chick. She
2: got beat. She didn't get beat. She saved She everybody. got beat. That Nord get- just, like, straight up had to pick her ass out, out of rubble. She got owned.
0: Listen, the Nord picked her out of the rubble. Okay, as, she was napping, and he he did that because he respected what what uh, what she did. He did
2: that because he saw her weakness, as and he a, was he's carrying her away to consume later. As a member
0: going of, of, of the, of the Ebonheart Pact, Dean, you should you should acknowledge the fact that she she fought so bravely and valiantly,
3: as Let, well just as set- the Nord did. Let's just settle this right now, Dave. Yeah. You're wrong. If Arwen's right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> how do
0: you think i feel my my guy from and i'm pretty sure i've i've chosen daggerfall covenant at this point my guy from my faction he's he's freaking leading an army to to destroy
2: the uh the imperial city sucks you know, this is something that we didn't answer from the first uh email i'm honestly i kind of want to go daggerfall but I want to do it with my dark elf.
0: Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to roll a. Um, I think I'm either going to roll a Nord or an Imperial. What about you, Lou? What do you, what do you think? Now that you can do any race, any any place, what, what do you think?
1: Well, gotta start with the high elf first. Gotta do that. That's yeah. for starters. But uh,
0: staying in, in, uh, in.
1: Oh yeah, staying with the Almer yeah, Dominion, area? but. Yeah. You know, even though the Imperial, I, I ordered the Imperial Edition, because I also like to do a little RP, I probably will just stick with, you know, picking my favorite race from each of the factions and dealing with them. Like, you know, I'm definitely going to roll a Nord. Mm. Okay. Definitely doing that. Uh, as, you know, people have noticed, like, most of my gameplay has been with the Nords. You know, I do have my High Elf uh, Battle Mage, but my Assassin, okay, my, my Sword and Board Pally, you know, they're both Nords. Yeah. Um, and then you know I'm also gonna try, you know I I really want to try playing a uh, a Breton, <laughs> so
3: Bretons are just cool. I, I love Bretons, You all
1: know, right. just because you know, I I like what I've always seen in uh, the past games, but I never you know I've never played a Breton, <laughs> so cool.
2: I love that we all have such different opinions on what the best race is to go in on this.
1: Uh, high elf, yeah, yeah, I know. yeah,
2: and I love how the three of y'all are wrong. <laughs> And, uh, God, you're so skewed. Every single one of you is just messed up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's wonderful, Dave. Um, all right. So last email comes from don't shoot, who says, just curious if there was any official decision on what the ESOTR guild will do. I posted in the forums and cannot find my post anymore and have not heard anything on any of the, uh, podcasts, I know there was talk about joining with Grievance. Is that still the case, or is Esotr staying separate? Also, super excited. Kate Beckinsale is the voice for the Queen. Thanks. Don't shoot. So, all right. Yeah, there was this question of should we should we join up with Grievance um, and and take all of our all of Quest Gaming Network's like guild structure and just move it and merge it into them. Uh, a lot of people kind of weighed in. That's in our community, and they said they would rather r- remain separate. Uh, with the with the option that they could they could join that guild, which is a fantastic guild, by the way. Uh, if you want to if you want to get into a, a great multi gaming guild, grievancegaming.org dot org is the place to go. Just sign up on their forums.
2: And, I love uh, their dude that runs that. Yeah,
0: Steelheart. Stealy. Oh, he's
2: so cool. <laughs> he's
0: really down to earth guy. Um, yeah, he's a good dude. Been around for ten years. You know, can't say anything bad about him. They're they're an amazing guild. I've been with them for over a year now. Um, in Star Wars: The Old Republic, in Rift as well, and uh, they're they're just fantastic. They're going to play Elder Scrolls uh, online. They're going to play Wildstar. Uh, if any of those games, and like I said, you know, grievancesgaming.org. Just uh, check them out. Uh, all their all the games that they are going that they're currently playing and will be playing, they've listed there. And if you want to join the guild, just sign up on their forums, and someone in the game of your choice will contact you in game, and you'll you'll join up immediately. All right, uh, so that is that is the end of our show. Time for the QGN community segment. Check up on the latest and greatest in Elder Scrolls news, general gaming, and how to join our wonderful growing community. It all starts at ElderScrollsOffTheRecord.com. If you want to email us with your thoughts and opinions, and I'm sure many of you have them after this episode, you can do it at ElderScrollsOffTheRecord at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at Elder OTR. I am Avarwin. You may follow me at Avarwin. That's E V A R W Y N. Lou is at Gamer Guy11B. G A M E R G U Y one One B. Dave is not at the Pantsless Homie. He's at D Force. <laughs> That's D-I-E-N-F-O-R-C-E. Shank is at Shank Tank, S H A N K, T H T A N K. And don't forget to leave off the E on savings in Pumice Stones on the Guild Store. That's right. QuestGamingNetwork.com is our website for the entire network. You can do many things there. You can check out all of our, all of our podcasts, all of the news that the news team has been has been doing a phenomenal job reporting on, in Rift, Elder Scrolls, Star Wars: The Old Republic, uh, general gaming, console gaming, Nintendo, all of that. It's, it's at QuestGamingNetwork.com. Uh, if you're a big fan. Thank you for for uh, for listening and supporting us. Uh, if you're looking for another way to support us, we would ask that uh, maybe you utilize the donate button on our websites. It's located on the right hand side of our websites, and uh, you just click the button. Ten dollars gives you a special mention, but of course, any other form um, was is is very much appreciated. It doesn't matter if it's a it's a dollar or ten dollars or more. Ten dollars will get you a special mention. It'll
2: it'll be an unlocked feature. <laughs> Uh which is that a pay gate, Dave? Yes. Is that a paygate? Yes. Everything That's from pay... now on is a pay gate. Just agree hey. with it and move on. So I'm sorry we have pay gates. <laughs> yes, we have paygates in the podcast. Um because you're missing out on content which is completely optional and not required of you if you do not pay this pay gate.
0: So if you wanna if you wanna donate to us, um <laughs> ten dollars will catch a special mention. Just please uh, if you do unlock the special mention, just make sure that you let us know what show you want us to mention you on. Uh, because many of you out there listen to different shows and maybe not all of them. And we want to make sure that you you get you get what, what you do. So, uh, follow our other shows like Classic Elder Scrolls Night, which records Fridays at 9 p.m. Eastern. Tomorrow, actually, is going to be different. I may have to cancel at the last minute. Uh, we've got something going on at work. And... Uh, I don't
3: think I'm gonna be able to do that. Is it tomorrow. the
2: strippers again? It's the strippers. Damn.
3: That's okay. Um could I say that I might play some Skyrim uh in your place to uh just have some fun with the chat? That'd be
0: great. Yeah. That that would be we'll work something out where yes. maybe we'll do a maybe we'll do a later Elder classic Elder Scrolls night or or maybe Shank will just take over the stream and he'll do um Maybe we can find a way to do classic Elder Scrolls night without me there and get the audio recorded for the podcast at the same time. We'll figure something out. Uh, but stay tuned to Twitter at Elder Scrolls OTR uh, for, for what's going to go on tomorrow. Community game night. that are That's uh, Saturdays at 9 p.m. Eastern. Last week, I believe we played uh, Chivalry. And uh, the community managers do an amazing job putting that together. Uh, if you want a fantastic community, guys, to join, Quest Gaming Networks community is amazing. We've got we're a really tight group. We're very close, and the community managers really make sure that they field all of your opinions about what we do, all of your suggestions about what we do, and they also make sure that we all have fun together. And community game night is sort of like the gem in the commun- in the QGN community crown. Uh, join up. Saturdays at 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, You can find out what's going on with Community Game Night on Steam if you join our Steam group, and you'll find that at uh, The Quest Gaming Network on our Steam group. Rift Off The Record live Sundays at 7 p.m. Eastern, and follow them on Twitter at RiftOTR. Totally Heroes is Mondays at 10 p.m. Eastern. You follow them at Totally Heroes. And Swotor Reforged is back and on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern. And you can follow that show at Swotor Reforged. Uh, if you want to join our forums, you can find that at QuestGamingCommunity.com. Like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash network. Join us on Google Plus at Google.com slash <laughs> gaming network. Right there. Hate mail can be sent to Twitter at twitter.com slash more (laughs) of Tamriel.
1: You'll read anything
0: on that teleprompter. (laughs) Check out all of our, (laughs) I love you Mori. You're amazing. Check out all of our gaming videos. How to guides and podcasts live on twitch.tv slash quest gaming network. Also, you can check us live at hitbox.tv slash questgamingnetwork and youtube.com slash questgamingnetwork. And don't forget, YouTube is the only place you're going to find some of our exclusives, like our Let's Play videos, uh, exclusive reports such as Bradford and Brian's Let's Play Fallout New Vegas series, and conversations with QGN. And don't forget, yesterday we actually had a uh, live screening of all of the Elder Scrolls cinematic trailers ending off with, with the last one, this is just part of the exclusive YouTube content that Quest Gaming Network is gonna be offering you. So it's a great follow. Check us out. If, if we're doing something live, you're gonna to wanna to hang out at youtube.com slash Network. Um, plus, like I said, all of the content that if you don't catch it live uh, that you can't get anywhere else, we're not putting this on our websites. We're putting it on YouTube There's exclusive stuff there. You've got to check it out. Gentlemen, what's our final thoughts for this evening? We'll start with Shank.
3: Um, I would actually... um, You mentioned our website. I just want to... Because really, we've been doing a lot of amazing stuff um, on there. There's a lot of... Bradford, money, kudos for you, uh, you know, driving, really driving that initiative. So... I just want to encourage people to go check it out because there's a lot of awesome stuff, reviews, breaking news, stuff like that. And it's awesome. I urge you guys to check it out, leave us comments. We love hearing back from you. And, um, I know that wasn't necessarily elder scrolls, but I I think, uh, you know, giving credit to our news team and our, uh, fearless leader is, uh, is, is definitely, um, necessary.
0: Oh, without a doubt. Um, Bradford's doing an amazing job being the, the uh, news director and I'm actually trying to get the website up right now, um, and I'm having I'm, I'm having some issue. I don't know if we're just experiencing like heavy load or.
3: Yeah, we we were actually this afternoon. Uh, we couldn't even get you <laughs> got a DNS error on the website. Really? Yeah. So we were having some issues, but it, it, it yeah. went up and down throughout the day. But uh, if, it, if it's down right now, guys, just try back in a little bit. Yeah, it, it should be back up hopefully.
0: Yeah, sorry about that, folks. Um, and, Dave, what's your final thought?
2: Uh, I don't want to check back. <laughs> <laughs>
0: how, yes. How appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> Lou, your final thought, sir.
1: I, I I just want to sum up. I know a lot was said tonight. You know, a lot of different opinions flying around. Okay. But in the end, uh, you know, express your opinions, you know, let's all get together and hash these things out constructively okay, like I said before, Ron, let's, let's avoid the negativity the poison, the vitriol let's just say what we have to say to each other you know, constructively criticize everything okay especially since, you know, people are having still an issue with the, the differences with the additions and stuff but in the end it's still going to be a great game that we can enjoy with our friends uh, you know and let's support Zoss in their endeavor
0: well said Um, this was a great show guys thanks to uh, Lou Dave and Shank for uh, hanging out with me tonight and uh, going through going through all this stuff Um, I loved all the topics that we discussed I I really think that uh, we had we had a you know great great balanced discussion on some pretty controversial things in the community right now and, and certainly hopefully uh, we, we hope that we entertained you um, and maybe we got the old uh, the old brain uh, moving uh, of course you know the conversation doesn't end here if you want to go ahead and email us or send us a tweet on some of your on some of your personal opinions you know we would we're obviously open to, to hearing all of that of course and um, thanks thanks again. So, Elder Scrolls off the record, it's a Quest Gaming Network production in association with the Middle-Earth Network. Time to say goodbye, gentlemen. Start with Lou.
1: Thank you, everyone, for being here tonight. Hope you all enjoyed it. Hope to see you again next time.
2: Senor Dave. Senor Lord. Uh, Pope Creop, by the way. Um, Have a great one, everybody. We'll see you next time. Miss Monsieur Shank. Till next time, guys.
0: As always, shadow hide you. Take care, everyone. Be safe, and may the foos be with you. Which, by the way, Dave, I think we've got a tiny little, uh, a couple of a couple of uh, cut segments for you to to have fun with at the end of the show. Well,
2: no, I'll, I'll, I'll have fun either way. Uh, okay, before we go live, just one one thing, one yes. thing before mm. we go live. Okay, can you click the link that I put in the store or in the in the in Skype? Uh-huh. I I believe I, I believe that I found our next huge project, uh, something that could overtake Elder Scrolls as our main podcast.
0: I don't see any link here.
2: That's because you're not looking in Skype.
0: I am looking in Skype.
1: Son, you're not looking in Skype if you can't see that. I am. Dadliest Catch. Oh, my God.
3: (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm not going to lie. I'm actually... I kind of want this game. I to dad. Dadliest Catch. Young Horses. Seems like a system hog, though. Jeez.
2: This game, I looked at it, and my (laughs) Katamari Damacy bone in my body just like went, oh my god, I want it. Damn it. There we go. (laughs) What the hell is this?
3: It's it's softcore porn. Featuring an octopus. And Dave.
2: (laughs) I cannot see that as a a bad description of what we're watching there.
3: (laughs) It's completely accurate.
2: (laughs) A side note. Uh, bad porn featuring me and an octopus is pretty much my regular Wednesday night.
3: Oh, I never said bad. I said soft core, dude.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: No. That... I'm saying, I've seen I've seen Dave Max show. Yeah. It's it's nice, right? It's not mm-hmm. bad. So let's let's aim for the the Elder Scroll recap to be about ten to fifteen minutes. Okay. Sounds good. good. Can we make it eleven
3: to sixteen? We can make it eleven to sixteen. What about nine and three thirds? That might be a little too short. <laughs> Who's
0: <laughs>